Ooh, yeah! Killer Pop from Outer Space presents War Games. What's up, party people? Welcome back to another one. Killer Proud from Outer Space. I am the Anxiety Monster himself, your host, Jeff. With me as always, Vinny, how you doing? Good morning, everybody. Good morning? Yeah, in case you listen in the morning, you know? Who the hell? You gotta oh. change it up. Okay, fair enough. If you're listening to us in the morning, I feel really bad for you. On the way to work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just my foul mouth screaming. All right. I heard a, a chuckle in the background. Does that mean guest producer? That does mean a guest producer. I am a producer and introduce the guest producer. All right. So uh, I'm going to take a back seat as producer tonight because I am going to be part of the war games this week. So uh, back by popular demand uh, via Zoom this evening. Uh, We got it all set up with technology. Uh, Pete is back. Pete, welcome back, sir. Hey, everybody. Brother Pete. He's here with What's us. What's going on? So, he sounds good. Yeah, he does. It, it worked out. Vinny, Vinny had this idea last night uh, because somebody needs to replace the normal producer. Uh, so I'm still producing technology-wise, but Pete is going to handle uh, the announcing. We got it all set up that we'll text him our choices so he can read them out. So it's gonna. I think it's going to be good. It was a good idea from Vinny. You know, it's going to be a treat, I think, for the listeners that Pete producing will be involved in the discussion yeah. instead of being buried in... Um, What's that? Grinder, whatever you're on. <laughs> Grinder. Yeah. No, wait, you mean JJ, not Pete. You mean yeah, producer. Producer would normally oh, be. Oh, uh, would normally be, yeah. Grinder. Yeah, Pete's going to be yeah, that's, that's what I do during your show. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, sometimes Grinder, you know. Well, see, P- Pete doesn't want the video on, so we really don't know what that's Pete's true. doing. Well, so. he did mention uh, yeah. taking a dookie, so. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. All right. But, uh,. Also, you guys have other we, stuff to start, though, right? Yeah, and we arrived in the studio today, I want to tell you, this audience, to a... Um, we're working on getting on the YouTube, and producer <laughs> invested in a camera, but the camera's placement is strangely pointing at the guest bed. So we're not we're sure... We're in the guest bedroom. We're not sure what was going on before recording yeah. this evening. There's I no, will let you play back the video so no you can see. There's no smell or anything, so that's good. Jeff's closest to the bed, so... Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Burnt, burnt Vaseline. <laughs> That's great. Uh, oh, boy. Jeff, what do you got? What's going on? Bro, I, I got nothing. When you got, you got nothing. nothing. I don't know. I've been drinking all day, watching the Phillies watching home Phillies. opener. Phillies, 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 Phillies W, extra endings. I got the red pants. You got the red plaid. I drank a lot of Yang Langs, a giant bud, tall boy. Pete, I'm you got to uh, hear the game from work? Uh, yeah, and I caught the end as I was uh, making dinner. I missed the end because I was driving 100 miles an hour down the turnpike to get here to do this. I'll tell you what, what was unusual for this team, great defensive work out of that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, was it uh, Didi's catch? Yeah, uh, yeah catch nice. at ninth was, was fantastic. Nice. Um, yeah, good good defense. Nola had a pretty good start. They, I mean, he's only six innings in before he left that hangar for fat-ass Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> Which um, is funny. Someone in the room with me was like, how is this motherfucker still in the league? I know. Home because run. he can hit home runs. Exactly. Run. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he can't run anymore. Belt so it's got to be the second deck. Yeah, it's got to be the home. It, listen, he was the only guy to hit a home run today, and it was windy no, as fuck. No. Um, oh, did somebody else hit a home run? Did I miss it? That was it. No, he was the only home run today. Everything else was RBIs. Yeah. 
He was the oh, only really? one to hit a home run. Yeah, it was all small ball. Yep. Yeah, it was too windy. So he's got to do it. He's too fat. He's <laughs> fatter than me. <laughs> I feel like. Anyway. Um. What else? I don't know. You don't got any movie stuff? You don't watch them? I don't know. My brain is all over the place right now. I'm sorry. Um, what have I watched? More of this old house. I've watched a lot more of that. You haven't finished that yet? There's not, there there's is no more. finishing it. It's forever. So I don't think I've seen you guys since uh, since uh, Coming to America came out. Did you guys watch it? No, nah, not yet. Oh, really? I'm not really I plan interested. on it. Oh, it's it's okay. The first one was better, but obviously it's it's still a, it's a good movie. Yeah. All right. Maybe I at some point thing. I will. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free. You don't have to go anywhere. I tried to watch Slacks on Shudder, but the chainsaw bastards that have been cutting down trees in my neighborhood for the last three days were not letting that happen. I um, It's been on my list. Like, Obviously, it hasn't been a priority because it's been out for years. But I finally checked out what was described as supposedly... At least a little bit horror, uh, Black Swan, and I wasn't that impressed. Uh, with uh, what? Is there any? Natalie Portman. Yeah, and, no, I never yeah. saw that one. I was out one year, and some girl was dressed like that for Halloween. Does that count? I sort yeah. of saw it. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was uh, everyone was dressed like that for a couple of years. Yeah. Pete, did you like that one? Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I'm like not like it. I think it's probably the same uh, person as uh, Taranovsky, right? Yeah. The um, what's the drug movie? The uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, same, uh, same guy, right? Yeah, that would make sense. That movie sucks. Yeah, it's very mind fucky. Yeah, I don't like that movie. The ballet part just couldn't really. I couldn't really get behind that. I guess that's you know some, the main premise. Some hot lesbo stuff going on there. I know you were into that. Yeah, I was into that until. She imagined it all. I was like, what? It didn't really happen. <laughs> I was just as surprised as Natalie Portman. Well, I don't even know what's happening now. <laughs> Imaginary um, lesbian stuff. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, if you guys... The Walking you, Dead you got still, nothing else? I mean, The Walking Dead still impressing me. They, oh, they tacked on these six episodes just to fill time, basically, because um, they got pushed back on the next season because of COVID. And, you know... There's not a lot of action. It's just it's all character development and flashbacks and stuff like that for these six tag on episodes. But they've intrigued me. That's nice. Pete, are you still going along with that show, or did you give up on it? Nah, I gave up when the tiger got involved. Hmm. There was a tiger. Oh, there was a tiger. Hmm, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I was like, I, I I threw my hands up. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, that's around the time and for pretty long strand of years after that and seasons that people just started to give up but I've i was given, very loyal i was very loyal <laughs> up until that point i've given too much of my time just to give up on it. i'm gonna see it through the last season starting and then i can just like i don't watch like fear of walking dead or anything like that i think i've watched two total episodes of that whole there's another series. spinoff series coming which i won't watch that but i'm just gonna finish it and that'll be that but it has gotten good lately um you got a music pick jeff no. All right. Let's jump into beer then. Producer. Oh, we, we didn't talk about where producer's been for the last no, week. Even I was going to say, I got shit to give you and everything. We mentioned so. it on <laughs> when we recorded from the secondary studio. But like we mentioned then, producer man was in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, going hard. And he was nice enough to hit up beer zombies for us. Because 
We have mentioned them a few times on this show and mentioned how much we love them. So fresh from the brewery. Um, Jeff, how do you want to do this? Just start with one and we'll do like half a can? Yeah, whatever. All right. So the first one I grabbed is Reply Hazy, Try Again Later. Cool can as always. Magic 8-Ball? It's got the the beer zombie guy on there. Chicken the 8-Ball. Lots of colors going on. What do we got here? All Citra, double dry hopped, triple hazy Indian pale ale. Ooh. He, uh, this, this nice the, uh, the guy that was the bartender essentially said, this one's going to be pretty wicked. Oh, uh, yeah. And, he, right. and I told him, I, I said, so I hate IPAs. And he's like, you wouldn't drink this. <laughs> I'm glad I grabbed this one first. Yeah. So I think uh, you guys might be a fan of this one. So, Pete, what do you got going on over there? Um, Chamonix Creek Mud Bank Milk Stout. Oh, nice work. Very nice. Yeah, it's a real good one. It's like drinking dessert. I was just I think, out there. I had the uh, after the party on Nitro. It was very delicious. Was oh, it, man. I think it was Jeff that was just telling me they finally brought back the um, the uh, Tribute Triple. I love that one. Oh, nice. And with the Tenacious D reference. You can't go wrong there. Tanakh. God damn, this is good. Oh, I haven't had it yet. I'm sorry. It's... um. It's very sweet from all the, there's a lot of citra in there. So citra is a very um citrus heavy and sweet hop and there's a ton of it in here. That is sweet. Good. Yeah, that's an understatement. Delicious. Hot damn it smooth. All right. God. So good good choice. The bartender picked up. Yeah, that's pick a good one. So. Yeah. Well, Vinny also commented it was thirty bucks for four four beers, but God damn. it was you're straight from them. You know, it's just Well, know, I mean they, that makes sense because I didn't realize you got a mixed four pack. I thought you yeah. just grabbed the four pack. No, so for- he, he gave. So it's not a four pack. Essentially, they're each of the beers that they sell is by the beer. They don't sell them in packs. So you buy them individually. They have the plastic uh, holders right, right, right. and they snap it on the top. Yeah. So I thought you, you just it. grabbed like a four pack of yeah. one kind of beer. I said to him for mix and match four, four pack, beers. That's, yeah. He said 44. I said four beers. They like IPAs uh, and the stronger, the better. And he's like, all right. So and that's what he grabbed, and then uh, there's other ones too. Uh, they have a collaboration beer, and then just a West Coast. Well, uh, that'll be on the next episode. Yep. Don't so don't give it I won't away. give it away too much, but uh, he was very helpful. Uh, he got a good tip too. So um, yeah, because he was very helpful. He didn't have to do what he did. So, but I had just no idea. Just the tip. Just Damn the it, tip. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, but I got gifts for you guys from Vegas. Ah. So uh, I'll start with Jeff. Uh, I know you have. I'm nervous doing this on air. Yeah, it'll be all right. You'll you'll like it. Don't worry. Um, so I know you like lapel pins. I do. So I got you a nice uh, Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. It's a deck of cards or a few cards that All says right. Las Vegas on yeah, it. Yeah, no. That's yeah. I think it was the snazziest one. They had a skull, but I didn't know how well you do with skulls. Yeah, it's all so. good because I, I have some cards tattooed on me, so it all, all right. kind of makes sense. Perfect. Go right on the jacket here. Perfect. All right. So that's what I got for Jeff. And then uh, Vinny was disappointed because they don't have like a retail store at Beer Zombies. Uh, they have to do everything online. They're just kind of uh, get some merch. Yeah, they're kind of down on merch at the locations. There's two locations, but they partner with a restaurant, and that's where they have their tasting rooms. But uh, I know you wear hats, so I got you hey, a beer zombies yeah, hat. Yeah, very nice. So. I dig it. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh, fail. Oh, man, I didn't throw it far enough. Uh, it's a black hat. Uh, it says beer zombies on it, and I think I got the gold writing. Yeah. I figured that was the bit that was the closest to. Uh, oh, you know me well. Yep. I'm a man of gold, black, black and gold. So, uh, so there's my gifts for you guys from Vegas. Thanks, Wonderful. man. I appreciate it. Yep. This is dope. 
All right. So a little bit of Vegas came back with you besides the beer. And I will tell you, those four beers fit perfectly in the side of my golf bag. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was perfect. Uh, all, almost all my souvenirs went in the side of the golf bag. I'm glad none of them exploded. That would have No, been so I wrapped them very well. I took T-shirts and stuff, and I wrapped them around the beer. So that way, if they threw the bag across the, the plane, it at least would have wow. saved them a little yeah, yeah. bit. So I was prepared to uh, stuff the thing with newspaper and shit, too, if I had to. So. Sweet. Thanks, man. This is dope. All right. Yeah. So, but Vegas is fantastic. Definitely recommend going. Uh, it was super busy. Dune bugging. Yeah, I was dune bugging. So uh, you can check that out on, on uh, my podcast, YouTube page, Josh and AC podcast. Uh, you can see the, th- we sped it up. It's a 30, it's an hour long. It was, th- it's an hour worth of footage. We sped up to 30 minutes. So it's easier to watch. Uh, but you can see us riding through the Mojave Desert it was pretty fucking cool. So. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely checking that out. That yeah. was cool. The, just the photos you sent me looked awesome. Yeah, so it was it was cool. All right. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Uh, real quick, just random thought. Uh, since we skipped the music segment to go along with music, I want to give Pete a social media uh, plug here. Our Spotify users and listeners search Peter Evans on there. Pete makes dope playlists. Uh, he's got. Uh, a pandemic-driven one that he made. Summer Sizzles is my favorite. I listen to that one all year round. And he just made a brand new one um, that's very metal-heavy, but a whole bunch of other stuff going on. He makes huge playlists, great variety. Check those out because they are a fun listen. And I've discovered many new bands because of it. Also, Pete, I'm glad you threw Paleface on the newest one. Yeah, as soon as you uh, told me about them, I... Uh, Freaking love that band. They're my, my checked them out, and yeah, yeah, I'm into that. I mean, a lot of times I'll throw on, you know, I'll throw on some, like, I hear one song and I'll throw on some random shit because, like, I just throw all those on shuffle and it's like, you know, I'm hearing new stuff too while I'm, while I'm doing it, so. Summer Sizzles, you know, is, I, is that the first one you made? No, I mean, I I mean, the first one you made no, and put out public? That, that was probably one of the first, like, big ones I made. Yeah. Um, that was such a great mix. You'll have, like, some classic metal on there, then I'll go into Doom, and then I'll go into... Um, I don't know, some other form of like hardcore and then T Swift will pop up and I'm like, this is great. I'm having some awesome variety yeah. here. <laughs> it's fantastic. I must say the uh, audio is fantastic response tonight. Usually there's a delay in the response because remember when we had Vestibule on? It was uh, a delayed response. I think it's fantastic. Just yeah, I remember that, that one being a problem. But then yeah. on your show, when we had Josh's brother on, I don't remember there being a yeah, delay. I or... think we figured out how to get, I don't know. It's just, I think it's great because Pete's right there with us. So it's, Makes the show go much better. All right. All right. I'm, at my, I'm actually at my boss's house. I'm watching it for like the weekend. Oh. And uh, I'm watching his Wi-Fi? dogs. Uh, better than my house. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure that has a lot to do with it. My house is dog shit. So, yeah, I'm sure it probably does help with that. So, but it's all right. It sounds great. You're responsive very quickly, which is it's fantastic. Before we move on to the list, Pete, did you have any news or any recent watches you want to shout out? Um, Not really. I just. The only thing I've been watching is this uh, British, uh, like crime drama called Broadchurch. There's not really much to say about it. Is that the new one on? Oh, no, that's not the new one on AMC, on, right? It's like it's a BBC. It's got yeah. the guy who was the bad guy in the first season of Jessica Jones. Yeah, David. Ah, Tennant. okay. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of like one of those things that like put on in the background. As but I got hooked on the second season. Huh. All right. As far as random shows go, I just randomly started binging, and I'm kind of enjoying Mayan MC. Oh, 
the uh, do, Suns spinoff. Uh, the one thing I am excited for, it's actually starting tonight. Uh, the guy, the guy who, if I used to like uh, Law and Order SVU back when Elliot Stabler was on it, and now that He's character's back, returning. The crossover, yeah. yeah. For, I have it set uh, to yeah. record. He's doing yeah, an organized for, crime uh, show, right? Yeah, he's organized yeah, crime, yeah. and they have the crossover event. It's um, Chris Maloney, Christopher Maloney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's also fucking hilarious. Yeah, and they they um they've been hyping this up for like a month, Pete. Right? It's been they just keep. And I was like, when the hell I is think, this going to happen? I think the first I heard of it, I think they aired a, a Super Bowl commercial. I was like, what? Yeah. Shit, I forgot to record Cause that. Because his character is great. Because he always, you know, he's like a pissed off cop. Like he wasn't like. You know, I don't usually like got cop dramas, but but SVU was my favorite show, and I think when they when it was him and Benson together, they were the best of all of the characters together. Yeah. Plus Ice, Ice Cube, uh, of course, and he's still there. Ice T, Ice, Ice, T, T, Ice, T, Ice T, Ice T, yeah, one of the yeah, Ices. Yeah. <laughs> I had to correct myself. Uh. All right. Right, this so, list. Uh, so we're going off topic with this list. Um, not just out of the horror genre, just completely into left field for us. <laughs> we're going with a top 10 Jim Carrey list. Because why not? I'm hoping for a lot of quoting. Well, it allows me to participate. A lot of so. laughs. Producer man getting in on the action. Um, I believe you said your favorite actor. Uh, this this is at probably my top act. The, the actor that I... Tend to go to with comedies, yes. Oh, but yeah, with comedies. Yeah, I, I with think even overall, like, that's a bold, no, no, I don't think it's overall. Statement. But when it comes to comedy, this is the movie that I usually these are his movies are the ones that I tend to watch a lot. So you're more. a big, big phys- physical comedy slapstick kind of guy. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, this should be a fun one. We're doing top ten. Pete's producing. Um, after trivia, we'll get into breakdown of who's getting what pick. All right, Jeff, you ready for some trivia? Sure am. I do have a, I do have some post-it notes here, so I'll, I'll jot down your picks as they go. All right. Uh, oh yeah, so we can read back. I keep forgetting we got to do that at the end of the episode. All right. So I tried to try to find a couple of, like not obvious ones, but then if you guys don't go, get it, then I have some obvious ones. Uh, all right. First question. Uh, what movie role, which? Uh, led to a trilogy of movies did Jim Carrey miss out on due to scheduling conflicts with Liar Liar? Led to a trilogy of movies. The time frame of Liar Liar. I can't think of what yeah, trilogy nothing. came out then. What trilogy came out? That he would have made sense. It's, in. it's an iconic role that you could never picture anybody else in, even if it was Jim Carrey. Oh, wow. Lord of the Rings. I, think I want... No, no. no. You're talking like... You're saying The Matrix. Mid, mid- I'm talking like... Ni- it's like 1997, <laughs> yeah, probably. Mid-90s. 90s? What the hell trilogy started in 97? I am complete. I have no idea. Yeah. I can't even think of a guess. All right. So the answer to that one was Dr. Evil. Doctor. Oh, from the Austin Powers movies. Ah. Yeah, he was Harry was maybe he was, gonna play. He was that? The, yeah, yeah. He was actually cast, and then like filming conflicts, he had already had a contract with Liar Liar, so he had to drop out. 
That's weird because it's like Mike Myers, Lauren Michaels right, who impersonation. Could, so it's not exactly. And who could pick? Uh, who could? It, you could never picture anybody else doing that, right? Yeah. yeah. But Jim Carrey would have been very interesting in that. That yeah. could have been either a disaster or super <laughs> funny. Huh. Cool. All right. Well, learn something new from trivia. All right. Um, uh, in the uh, final scene in the at the airport when being interviewed on the news in Liar Liar, what former Jim Carrey character can you see him playing in the background while also being interviewed? Ace Ventura. Fire Marshal Bill. Jeff got it. Well done. Yeah. I guess I got a choice here then. All right. Do the breakdown. Let us let them know. So you have your choice of getting the number one overall pick, which only gives you three picks overall. But you get the one, the four, and the seven. Or you can get the money, the coveted money in the bank, which we're only doing now for guest episodes and larger lists. And that gives you the three, the six, and the nine, plus the money in the bank. Or you can have four overall picks with the two, the five, the eight, and the ten. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a quantity over quality. Type yeah, thing. I want the number one, though. I like, oh, the, I like the number one on this list. Okay, yeah. okay. All, All right. right, so Jeff. Jeff will be... One, four, and seven. Yep. So I guess one more question to... Me and producer got to duke it out. All Otherwise, right, it goes to rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> All right. Um... Uh, there's one that's I can't. Uh, all right, uh, who? Just the uh, first person to name two leading lady co-stars with Jim J- Jim Carrey. Cameron, Cameron Diaz and um, fucking uh, Courtney Cox. Which one is Courtney Cox in? East Ventura. East Ventura. Oh, right, right, right. All right. I'm not good with names. <laughs> well, neither, neither is my other, usually, my other so. question. I had my other question was like a lob to Vinny, so I didn't think JJ would get it, so I didn't want to. Wait, just out of curiosity, what would yeah, what, what would a question? lob to me be? Uh, what band does Jim Carrey guest vocal oh, for in East Ventura? Yeah, oh yeah, I don't know. That's a it's a death metal band, right? Cannibal like, Corpse. Is that who it is? Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. Bonus, bonus points for uh, what song it is. Um, huh. That I don't remember. Sledgehammer Facelift? Yeah, you know. yeah, it's a Hammer Smash Face. Hammer Smash Face, yeah. yeah. I, I, I could Sledge give you another like random horror trivia. Uh, who's the president of the company in Liar Liar? Well, the actor. Uh, I can't even picture it. No, well then the boardroom yeah. and she pulls him in and he can't lie. Oh, oh, oh it's your boy. Yeah, Doctor Wynn from Halloween and uh, he's Burke Devlin yeah. in Dark yeah, Shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I never even connected that. Yeah, I didn't give that a rewatch. Well, actually, I guess he's list. like the third Doctor Wynn, right? Because yeah. it's not till like six he's Doctor Wynn, but pile of cow dung, right? Steaming pile of cow dung. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, dickhead. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So. So, Vinny, are you going to take the money in the bank? Then? I am definitely going to take money in the bank. All right. So that puts me at 
And then I get 10. 10, 8, 5, and 2. 10, 8, 5, and 2. So you got the quantity. Yeah. And you know what? The, mm, this is, it's hey, tough... You can always play the, ga- play the game and try and get Vinny's lower on the list so you don't lose your two. Yeah. All right. That means I got to get Pete my uh, Oh, yeah, we got to text him. Yeah, got got some technology Oh, here. yeah. I already forgot about that. All right. I'm receiving seven dick pics. <laughs> None of not which yet. are anybody in this room. Yeah. So, oh, no, congratulations. Not, not for many of, <laughs> of you guys. They're just coming from a random. That's okay, man. Uh, All right, Pete, coming your way. All right. With the number 10 pick, Dr. Love chooses a Christmas carol. I had to put it on the list. It's not one of his best, but I, I believe it deserves a top 10 spot. Mm. So I Isn't like the like mostly CGI. It right? is. Yeah. It is all CGI. This is outside the box. Yeah, it, it is. So Potentially it, two Christmas movies hitting this list. Yeah. Well, it's definitely there's. I figured you guys would put the other one on the list, too. So uh, just with just with this one, it's not my favorite Jim Carrey movie because I think it takes away some of his comedic stuff. Uh, a little <laughs> bit more serious role for him. Um, but the CGI killed him in this. But. I don't have much to say about it, but I believe it deserves to be in his top ten because he did do a good job in this movie. That's all I got to say about that. And I just, I. What makes it stand out as top ten though? Uh, because all his other movies suck, in my opinion. Oh, so, good lord! He's got. There's a few other after my ass. There's a few other movies. There's a. What few, just happened? I don't know what's happening right now. Vinny's Vinny's all beside himself. There's a like. There's a few other movies. You know that that I could see maybe taking place of that, like me, myself, and Irene. Uh, the Truman Show, Cable Guy. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, whoa. What so, are you doing? That didn't make it into that. That This movie went above those. So that's just a little foreshadowing for me. So. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought you were trying to say that you think all his movies suck. No, not at all. No, <laughs> no, no. But I thought you were saying so that too. I was like, what's those, happening? So those four that I, this one plus the other three that I mentioned, all were in contention for my number uh, one spot. Okay, okay. Because I think they're all good movies, but I put this one above the rest because I think it was the better of, of those four versions. So that's, you know, I really didn't want the number 10 pick because then I wouldn't have to say this. So, but I got it. Anyway. All right, all right. So, but I, I think it, of those, it deserved that of those four deserve the number 10 spot so yeah i mean it's a christmas carol it's a it's been done to death so yep. it's not like it's uh hard to figure out it basically is just it comes down to who's playing ebenezer scrooge and in this case it's jim carrey yep so. yeah so. all right interesting i like i'm surprised you guys didn't like throw anything at me i thought you guys no, were no, no. i like outside 10. the box yeah, it's, yeah. I was, that's what i was gonna say it's very outside the box yeah. uh and for, I, for a number 10 I, movie i think that's what you do so okay. I think I lost you guys for a good like fifteen seconds there, and I was like, "Did everyone just like go silent?" We just for <laughs> threw shit at each other and left. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Fuck this. Sat here and stared at producer. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Doctor Love is Doctor Dead. <laughs> the last time you ever pick a list. <laughs> All right. All right. Number nine. I'm having a hard time deciding between two movies here. You better figure. All it right. Out. I'm going with the one that. I enjoy watching, and if both these movies were on the old cable at the same time, there's there's one I'm going to stay on, maybe even through commercials. All right, this is an interesting interesting list because, uh, like, you can feel pretty safe that like most of your list is going to end up on there somewhere. Yeah, there's, yep. but 
with the with obvious exceptions but all right coming in at number nine Vinny's pick bruce almighty Ooh, that far huh okay so you had that one higher i did and with the other movies you mentioned not even being on your list correct wow yeah because i i like is again That's different yeah it's one of the ones that i'm not a big fan of but i still think it deserved to also not a huge fan of this movie yeah. well this where did was... you have it on your list didn't didn't have it on your no. list okay I don't it, think it was one of his better movies, but it was better than the other ones of those others. That I, I think it was mentioned. just, it was too, he's too, I like not superstar Jim Carrey personally. And at this point he's like megastar. And it's him, what, Jennifer Aniston, Morgan Freeman. Like it's, yeah. it's just too much. For and me. the depiction of God, I know that kind of threw some people <laughs> off the charts too with that. Like the, what? you know, having Morgan Freeman as God and. So what? If, if there, just, if there was just, a god, he would be Morgan Freeman. Well, come on, this movie came out a long time ago too, so that was you know every, that was when everybody started to get their freaking panties in a bunch. My friend, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> I so, just don't give a damn. <laughs> Ice cold beers. Let's just talk about Shawshank Redemption for the rest of this. <laughs> Let's this all talk, talk like Morgan Freeman yeah, for the next hour. My number pick. <laughs> so this one fell. At a time where it was, it was almost like a little, very tiny renaissance for Jim Carrey. Like he kind of disappeared for three years. He did The Grinch, and then was gone. Um, I think he had like a, he was in The Majestic, but then he was pretty much gone until Bruce Almighty. So I was just super stoked to see him come back. No, he and, wasn't. He did like that number twenty-seven, and that wasn't then. No, it was literally three years. Uh, November, gone. you're talking number twenty three. Yeah, that is two thousand seven. So Vinny is correct. It, the majestic was in between. Uh, he did pecan pie apparently in two thousand three. What the hell's that? Who saw the majestic? I certainly didn't. Anyway, yeah. So I saw his little renaissance. I was happy to have him back and doing the Jim Carrey shtick. Mm. Um, got a lot of laughs. This one, I I liked Morgan Freeman as God. Uh, this was the jumping off point for Steve Carell. I mean, really, Steve Carell won the movie. That, yeah. I mean, he was freaking hilarious in this, and it's what put him on the map. Um, nah, Anchorman put him on the map. But. Oh, yeah, that was before this. All yeah. right, well, still. But um, Steve Carell definitely won the movie, even though this is a Jim Carrey list. But the Jim Carrey tropes were full-fledged in this one, the physical comedy, um, the ridiculous voices and everything. That's, I enjoy it. I think that's if, the I way think the if, cookie crumbles. I think it falls right in at a good number nine spot on the top ten. Jim Carrey. I don't. Doesn't All matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't matter. I just I don't think it does. We're already off to a terrible start. Why? Yeah, I just got my stuff that I haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> <laughs> what, like your picks? Yeah. All right. I still have two more. So go ahead. Right. Number eight. Okay, I don't want you guys to be pissed off at this one, so oh, we're going to go with it. We I go. can't even get yeah. mad tonight. I'm such a <laughs> fucking mess. Coming your way, Pete. Oh, nice. Ah, so Pete likes it. Pete likes it. Uh, coming in at number eight, Dr. Love's pick, Batman Forever. Oh, Ooh. wild card, and I like it. I, like I had this. Lot. 
much higher. On oh, the did list. you? I do not, but I like where it's at. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, number eight's a more appropriate spot. My spot higher on the list was just strictly fanboy for this ridiculous movie. Okay. But anyway, same. I am completely I'm, same. Like this, this is not a good movie in any sense of the word, yeah. but it's so much fun. God, I yeah. just loved it. It's, it's such a big part of my childhood. Anyway, good. Yeah. good. Well, the, just the movie in general, I enjoyed that movie of the Batman movies. I think it's like the, I guess if you want to say the most whimsical because it's a Tim Burton movie. So it has that crazy. I, I'm but a, it's not a Tim Burton movie. It's not a Tim the first, Burton movie? The first Joel two Tim Burton. Oh, okay. So it, it okay, went all that. Frenchy. Completely different direction than, than Tim Burton. Okay, but um, it is Tim Burton's are very dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Joel. Schumer it is what in. you said it was, but it's just not. It's not whimsical yeah. and colorful. Yeah. Anyway. Right. It's just. It's just. I liked the movie in general, and I think he did a great job in this movie. It's. It's. You know. Jim, he. He had the Jim Carrey. Yeah. The normal Jim Carrey physical stuff comedy. Uh, played the character well, so yeah. I think it was just you know well played. I think Enigma, right, was who he yep. was. Edward Enigma. Edward Enigma. Yeah, yeah. I like what you're saying there. Like he didn't tone it down. Yeah. The movie by any means. He turned oh, it up yeah. if anything. Yeah. Was, it like, was definitely a, a silly version of Riddler yeah. until the end when he goes like all he goes yeah. a little like, bit dark, like power yeah, he, hungry. He yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the whole like um, face stretching and like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. yeah yeah again i think it deserved a top 10 spot yeah for sure. i'm not um, gonna disagree sure, with yeah, that think, so. i think i love the we've told it on the show the tommy lee jones story where i cannot yeah. condone your buffoonery <laughs> uh, so god only knows what kind I of conditions someone, i wish that was like under. now so when there's iphones someone could have caught that oh, exchange on camera that'd been great pete any thoughts on batman forever you said nice when i sent the the pic over there well th- this was just like it came out at a time where I didn't even know that it was bad. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Good not, call. You're yeah. too young to know it's, it's bad. It's, like, it's yeah. good. It's good. Bad. You know? Yeah. So but, it's like, I was like, I don't know, seven years old. And you're just like, yeah, it's a fucking Batman. Movie. That, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a super fun superhero movie. Cause you didn't get a lot of them. They weren't like they are today. You were just like, Oh shit. A yeah. Batman movie's coming out. Uh, yeah. I think and the next one, the next one was the same really. I mean, with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're a kid and you're just like, Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, as a kid, I loved that one. But when I, as I grew up, yeah, it didn't hold up for me. I, I really, really uh, don't like that movie. Three of my favorite parts of this movie. Don the Dragon Wilson as the leader of like the neon paint skeleton gang. Uh, sexy Drew Barrymore and mm-hmm. sexy Debbie Mazar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was, uh, you know, I was probably a ripe 13 years old. And I was like, what? Is, what is okay? Drew Barrymore. I see you. What's going on? Yeah. This is, this like peak nineties in like, in so many ways. Yeah. Man. It was a, it was a good movie being a kid. I saw the theater movie, twice. So. I think yeah. so. I I'm also a massive, did I'm see a, this one. I'm a massive, theater, yeah. Uh, I'm a massive Val Kilmer fan. Yeah, so, like, I was about to go. He, there. Yeah. He's a great. I mean, he his Batman portrayal was. And not I think bad. his Batman so, portrayal sucked, but I think his Bruce Wayne was great. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, and he certainly was better than uh, George Clooney. Absolutely. Yes. You ever notice how like George Clooney's like head like wobbles when he talks? Uh, no, because when I'm watching that movie, I'm just watching for Uma Thurman. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie. That's like. Yeah. I but would, yeah, Nicole Kidman in this one, I definitely spanked it. All right, a few so times four, as a young four down the drag adult. <laughs> uh, she was all kinds of sexy in this. I thought so, I might have so much her, happened at, I, our, at our age seeing this movie. Like yeah. we, I, I take it all four of us knew who Jim Carrey and uh, Tommy Lee Jones were. Right. So to see him in those yeah. roles was awesome. Val Kilmer, we already said we liked. Nicole Kidman at a ripe 
uh, um, pubescent age was mm. we were all jerking it to probably. Um, this, I mean, this is a hallmark classic right now. Yeah, skin tight black shit. Oh my god. Yeah, talking all dirty to Batman. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Ugh. Talk dirty to Batman. Hoofa. Uh, if we, can we sidebar real quick? Hmm. All right, let me get your favorite Batman slash Bruce Wayne's in order. Well, I'll just give you a top for each. Good. Top Bruce Wayne, Val Kilmer. Okay. Uh, mm, that's tough. Uh, I got Keaton. I think Keaton is Bruce Wayne's great because he plays this like b- billionaire buffoon. Yeah. He's all like, dark. yeah, that's yeah, tough. I like that a lot. But I think as a Batman, you got to go. Bale? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Love, any thoughts on that? Do you have do you think that so deep I agree into these Michael, things? Michael K- well, so I don't I'm not I didn't watch every Batman movie, so I don't have I can, I just know the ones that I've watched. Um I think Michael Keaton did yeah. a great job with it. So Yeah. Yeah, the 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 split personalities that they have to play. Like I think Keaton's Batman's just kind of a Batman, but his his Bruce Wayne is great. I think Val Kilmer did a really good job with Bruce Wayne, but his Batman's like pfft, Clooney. The opening to the original Batman with Keaton up on the rooftop. It's, that's some pretty badass Batman. Yeah, classic it is. Batman. It is. Way to tell your friends about me. Yeah. I think, are you? I think Bale ruined it. Bale probably ruined it for everybody, right? Like, it's it it just like, uh, you just took Batman to another with level. The, with the yelling and the yeah. voice and everything. I like Ben Affleck's Batman, but he is the most atrocious Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't want to take it there. I mean, I did want to I thought you were going to say sidebar... Give me your best Jim Carrey from Batman Forever quotes. <laughs> Go for it. He's gonna say Riddlers. I think his his um Edward Nigma long haired kooky scientist yeah, needed a little was... more exploration than it got. Yeah, because that was fun. Like he was he was a you were supposed to understand. Yeah, I'll make you understand. Yeah, I think that could have got like half the movie before he came the Riddler. That'd have been real fun. Just him being a psycho. Man, I, I believe that I believe what I heard that with this movie, the reason that there's that they uh, had two face in it, too, is because the studio doubted that Jim Carrey could carry it on his own as the only villain. I don't know if he could have. I like that dynamic of the two of them. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't do anything violent. Like he's just in the background doing and stuff. He's doing the the mind. Yeah, like whereas Tommy Lee thing. Jones is like, I just want to kill everybody and yeah, cause ruckus. But their back and forth and dynamic is great. Like especially the, the party scene where Two Face is like showing how to punch a guy, <laughs> like punching out the cops. Like that's that's good stuff. So much neon in this movie. I love it. Oh yeah, it's, it's so everywhere. good. Like it's yeah. like it doesn't make sense, but it's so good. It's just like why is everything in neon? I love it. Just that, the nineties. That was an entrance. All right. Good stuff, Adam, right. producer. Good stuff. Is this a different beer? Yes. No, I shouldn't have drank that then. Um, well, all right. So beer break real quick. We're going into another beer zombie selection from producer. This is uh, Mason's Revenge. Reve- yeah, Mason's Revenge. Um, it is... It's yummy. I'll tell you that much. A collaboration with Mason Ale Works. Double IPA. So we're laying off the hazy a little bit and just going into double life. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn beer zombies. Come to Phoenixville. We have room for you. I promise. Oh, that's good too. I mean, I'll tell you what, that last one, that uh reply hazy try again later, that was fucking fantastic. Pete, can I ask you a question? 
Yeah. Have you been paying attention to Instagram and shit today? Uh, yes and no this morning and then a little after work. Is that Broken Skull Banana Seltzer an April Fool's joke or is that shit real? No, it's, it's definitely a, April definitely April okay. <laughs> Do you follow a lot of breweries, Pete? Uh, on, on Instagram? Yeah. Not really. But they're, they must have gotten together and say, hey, you know, independent and craft brewing is crazy right now with how creative everyone's being. We're all going to band together and just do wild shit for April Fool's Day because there's all kinds of goofy shit coming out. I try. To, I actually try to avoid the internet on April Fool's Day because sometimes I forget. Yeah, yeah that's, what, like, that's what happened to me. Sometimes it's so obvious. You're like, yeah, bullshit. But then sometimes, yeah, yeah it's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> like Tenacious D posted today. They're like, uh, guys, Kyle quit the band. But that's like a reference to one of their songs. So yeah, it was like, that is literally like, oh. a song title, right? Kyle yeah. quit the band. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was like, okay, I got it. I, but, just, I just went on Instagram and blocked a bunch of people. I can't keep fucking my head up. I'm an idiot, but, but sorry. But yeah, people are always uh, like, like, oh, The Rock's dead. What? Or, the Rock can't die. You know, he's a god. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's a, he, he's an actual mountain yeah. now. Yeah, he's, he's Black Adam, <laughs> for Christ's sake. I, I, yeah, dude, I, I, don't, I can't even lie. Like, when I see him post, like, his training sessions for Black Adam, I'm like, god damn, dude, like... Black, that's, that's Black like Adam is inhuman. the best. He's like my favorite anti-hero. He's like Venom, but it's gonna more be, hardcore. Oh, I dropped my pants. It's, I'll get it when we get it's it. 100% going to be the best DC movie. Yeah, I think they already said they're they're pretty much anticipating going like borderline R with it. So, Oh, yeah? yeah. Nice. Good. You can't. Black Adam is like... I know you're. I don't know if you're up on Black Adam. I won't go into it right now, but he's, he's, a, he's like the Venom of the DC universe, but he's a god. Ah. And he doesn't care about anybody except for his people. Like, he rules an island. And he's like, oh, if I got to do whatever I got to do, I'm going to do that. Hmm. All right. Sorry, we just got completely off topic yeah. there. All right. Where are we you at? guys ready for number seven? Number seven. Jeff pick, right? Yes, it All right. is. All right. Yep, number seven, Jeff's pick, Man on the Moon. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So, here's the deal. A- Andy Kaufman. Yes, I am a huge Andy Kaufman fan. And this movie upsets me a lot because I know a lot of it's bullshit and a lot of it is made up. And I know the whole Jim Carrey acting like a dickhead. And I know how Andy Kaufman uh, was in real life. Just all you have to do is YouTube it. Anywho, the movie itself is still good. It's still a really good performance. Yeah, it's it's still a really good movie. Uh, Milos Forman directed Jim Carrey doing his like method thing. But the... The story, while not 100% accurate, is done really well. Um, you know, Courtney Love, questionable choice, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, Danny DeVito, they get the whole cast of Taxi back for it. Like, it's like a it's a really good watch. Um, and as a giant Andy Kaufman fan, it's like, oh, I'm glad they did him the justice of giving him a movie because he deserved it. But his performance really good. Um, I wish they would have gotten to the wrestling stuff more because there's a that goes a lot deeper than what you see in that movie. Um, but I mean, this was a guy that, that aside from the Jim Carrey stuff, like Andy Kaufman to me is what I do. I entertain myself. Um, you don't break character. You do what you're gonna do, and you stand by it. And uh, 
that's what Jim Carrey kind of tried to do with the method acting, but I think he took it to uh, this this level of from what I've seen. I know there's a documentary on Netflix. I refuse to watch it because it'll piss me off, like I said. But he takes it to this like mean level where he's just like being a dick to everybody, and he tries to do like the Tony Clifton stuff. Um, in reality, like I said, it was just Kaufman, like I'm entertaining myself. Uh, but still, I mean, goddamn, good performance, good movie. I think it got nominated for an Oscar, right? Like, I think it might have, yeah. Yeah, oh, did it really? Yeah, I think so. I like, it, it's a super good movie. Um, I mean, his, I mean, his performance and the method acting and all the behind the scenes, you know, stories and rumors aside, like that was goddamn good impersonation and uh, playing a real person. Like that was very well done. I didn't really know think know he had the chops for that. It was like he's never done that before, where he's playing a real person. What's going on over there? <laughs> Jeff's trying to get his pen, but he's falling apart. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is the first movie where he had to prove he had acting chops, right? Yeah. Like, he, before this, it was just, hey, do your Jim Carrey slapstick stuff. Now mm-hmm. it's, you know, you're doing a biographical bio- bio- picture. Biographical, yes. Yeah, about somebody who existed in real life. Um. So he yeah. he won a Golden Globe ah, for his go, performance, okay. but was it nominated? For it was an Oscar? nominated for Best Musical or Comedy as well. Okay, why is that a dual? Why is that one category? I don't know. It says Best Musical the or Oscar, Comedy, dude. The, the Academy, like, it's so weird. We are not a Hollywood podcast by any means, <laughs> but like the Academy is so fucked. They only they rest, listen. They want to recognize who they want to recognize, like. Comedies, well, they can't be on their own. We got to put that with musicals, horror movie. We're not going to recognize that. Yeah. Like Heath Ledger winning uh, best supporting in a comic book movie was like the biggest deal in the world because before that they didn't even recognize you if you were in a comic book movie. Yep. <sighs> All right. Sorry. Number six is me, huh? Do I want to go outside the box or just what I originally had? Do you want me to? Tell everybody about what's going on in my life while you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, don't go too much in detail. Well, I mean, I can go real deep today. It's not <laughs> been a great one. <laughs> you just I was for it. He just looked I at me. He just like side eyed me. Like <laughs> I thought you just like went silent inside. And that, that was your big story. <sighs> well, that's what it is. Apparently, um, so I was uh, watching the Phillies home opener today. And someone was talking about like people were like mass posting Haley Williams last night from Paramore doing this like whole take care of your mental health thing on Instagram. I don't know what it was. I didn't really hear. But let me just tell you something. I have called in the last four days almost a dozen psychologists just to try and get in, make appointments, you know, take care of myself. I have not gotten one that hasn't been like we're full. What do you mean you're full? I have never heard of that. Yeah, that's we we are not taking on new patients. We're full. All right. Well, I've called a dozen of you at this point. Like, what what do I got to do? What do I got to do? I I don't even know what to say. Is I've never heard of that before. But I mean, it's just funny. It's like take care of your mental health, but not with us. Uh, Maybe go somewhere else. I told the one lady I'm giving up. It was hilarious. Oh God, you said that. The last one I called this morning. She was like, well, we can put you on a wait list. I was like, nah, you're like the 12th one I've called. I'm just going to give up. And she's like, 
okay. And I was like, thanks. And I hung up the phone. <laughs> and then when I hung up the phone, I was like, oh, she might take that the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> Oh, Police man. are gonna show up in my house again. Like, uh, you gonna are you plan on it or hurting yourself or anybody else tonight? I was just laying in bed high as shit watching this old house. I don't uh, <laughs> know what you're talking about. Oh man, Pete, right. Pete, did I bore you to sleep? I'm sorry. No, I getting weird over here. We're no, going, we're going real up. reality with it. I'm gonna change the whole format of this show. You'll see. All right, we're here with. Uh, Vinny's number six pick, which I'm how sh- the Grinch stole Christmas. I knew it was going to be. I'm that. okay with, and that's I'm what I was about okay to say, which I'm at. sure is going to be lame. Is that lame? No. So here's the deal: Is it called How the Grinch Stole Christmas, or is it just called The Grinch? His version. Uh, I think it's just The Grinch. Uh, hang on, let me. No, it's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think they is have it? it. Hang on, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I like that Clint Howard. So uh, according personally. to this, it says How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I, I just so couldn't remember. Why you, lame? All right, so I'm going to give you my two cents on the movie. Uh, fast. Clint Howard, love. So mm-hmm. good, good stuff. As a mayor, great. Yeah. <laughs> I love Clint Howard, period. Um, I don't go for that kid's heartwarming shit, as you know, but I love that he plays the self deprecating role. Yeah. Like when he's reading his schedule. What's he like? Four o'clock. Wallow in self pity. I love that shit. I just can't miss that. <laughs> no, again. that's dinner, right? Yeah. It's dinner. I just can't cancel that again. <laughs> um, listen, this one. I mean, Jim Carrey, being the Jim Carrey that we know and love, but also doing the Grinch that we know and love, seamlessly, is fantastic. I hate an origin story. I really, really hate it. And this one, I enjoy. Like all the little. Kid Grinch stuff, um, I laugh at the whoever the guy is that played him did a really good job. The backstory was interesting and uh, mattered for how the Grinch ended up. Uh, the love story stuff going on, like it, this, all works for me. And the laughs are good in this one. Like I still laugh hard after many rewatches watching this every Christmas. I like, like I said, the self-deprecating stuff gets me. I love it. That's it's, right. Yeah, on my I mean, all the stuff in his lair. Uh, the stuff with him and the dog is great. Max. Um, and it, it's like weird, like simple, simple, like Jim Carrey stuff that gets me. Just like the way he does with his voice acting. Like at the very end when the sleigh with all the presents is going over the edge and the little girl's there. And when she's up on the top of the big pile of toys and and uh, the Grinch realizes this Jim Carrey's voice he's like, well, what are you doing up there? And it cracks me up every time. It's such a simple, it's, it's like a nothing line. Yeah. But just his voice delivery, it makes me laugh every single yeah, time. I mean, I that's kind it. of um, why they could do it with him. Like, they could have made this movie at any point. Like, this is a story that goes back forever and ever. Yeah. But, like, to do a live action thing, like, with Jim Carrey, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, his facials, his his voice. There were people that I, I would imagine they thought of doing this before. Like I could see Mike Myers doing it. I could see like a well, Dana, like a Dana Cat in the hat in that. Well, yeah. I could see like a Dana Carvey doing it. I, I could see a lot of people doing it, but I don't think it would work as well as it worked with Jim Carrey. He's he's the physical comedian that needed to be in this role. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, especially like feedback from my dad when this move when this version first came out, I think I saw this in a movie theater with my mom. My dad wouldn't go see it because he said, how can you take a 20-minute cartoon and turn it into this? And my dad said, all they're going to do is add it with – they're going to add bullshit to it. 
but I think it really told the original story, but put it, it added. Bu- into it was a, in, bullshit. They added. Well, they but it did, was interesting. But it, bullshit. But it was interesting, right? It and then ma- the it movie. mattered. Yeah, the for... love, the love story, and and the you know the background and all that kind of stuff. But it, it's just a it's a modern version at the time of of the original classic story that was so basic from Doctor Seuss, you know. And they didn't call it Doctor Seuss; they called it you know How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So yeah, I think that was a big point of contention because it's like a ron howard movie and i was it pg-13 because uh, i remember people like being like kind of sketched out by the actually. rating it got like it was like a like a not a controversy it was like oh my god well there's no pg-13 yeah really? no he says bitching at the end of the movie mm. oh. um killer pod trivia mm. who narrates the original grinch oh i know this my dad talked about it so many times Boris Karloff. That's yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, so my thoughts on this one, uh, it definitely shows true Jim Carrey fashion, the physical comedy when he's getting ready to go down to the hubilation and he's trying on all those things. The, ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah. You know, like his physical <laughs> comedy is just fantastic in this. And then, uh, that's it. I'm not going. That's you it. Know? I'm not going. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you having a holly, jolly Christmas? Like he just does his just everything that he does is just, you know, just fantastic in this movie. Um, you know, isn't his it's not the perfect movie for him. I think there definitely is more that he did a, a good job in as well. But uh, definitely, I think you put it at the right spot. It's in the middle of the pack for his top 10. So I, li- um, I like this movie a lot. I can watch it over and over again. And, you know, it's, it's always funny. Back to like the simple stuff again, like with the when he meets the little girl in the mailroom. <laughs> well, give me that. What are you, some kind of hooligan that steals things? <laughs> like, it, it, this is, his delivery is so good. And the scream, like what she screams. Yeah. He screams back, and it's, like, so perfect. <laughs> and the dog sneezes, because so tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I mean, I watch this one. This is, I have a, a certain list of Christmas movies I watch every single year, and this is on there. And then I have other ones that I sprinkle in on occasional years, but this one I have to watch every single yeah. Christmas. I love the fact that it's it's overplayed on TV, so you, there's always the opportunity to watch it. But I have, obviously, the DVD, um, but it's a fantastic... I think I actually have the Blu-ray for this one because, oh. I, yeah, I bought the Blu-ray for this. Um, the one thing that I don't like about this is they took out a lot of scenes, and if you watch some of the TV versions, they're different. They have some different scenes in it. So I'm curious. I should go on the Blu-ray and look at the deleted scenes. I think or is there a director's cut? Maybe. I don't know. I have to look and see because I think there's things that, that probably got cut that should not have gotten cut. So but good choice, Vinny. I think it's I, I, think, I think it's, it's good fantastic. At, at being right in the middle of the list, I think it's a good spot for it. All right. We are coming in to the top five. Uh number five, Doctor Love's pick. My personal favorite uh Jim Carrey comedy, The Mask. Okay, mm. I did it six, so I will. I had a four, I so will, I'm good. Oh, yeah, here. look at I'm that five, middle four, and six. Pack, yeah. yeah, middle of the pack. Definitely, so definitely a top five in my opinion. Uh, I had it at number six, but uh, but you picked Bruce Almighty, so that bumped it up one. So, um, the best thing I could say about this. Oh, as always, physical comedian. He has a lot of funny things in there. He plays a serious role. Kind of like that shy, timid, nerdy kind of like banker, right? He works at a bank. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes into, he puts the mask on and, and definitely changes his whole persona. Less loose. Yeah. And he just, and it's, and it's crazy. And it, 
you know, obviously there's a lot of graphics in there and, and all that kind of stuff, but it's just it's hilarious everything that he does. The the physical comedy is tremendous in this movie. Um, you know, he he definitely shows his true self in this movie when it comes to acting. He does such a great job. You know, I just can't say t- there's tons of good stuff about this movie. So yeah, I think uh, my favorite part of this movie uh, being the stand-up comedian fan I am Richard Jenny as his best friend um, he doesn't have a huge part he doesn't do anything like outstandingly funny but knowing his stand-up and what he is it's just like the fact it's that he's funny like him being seen as like the the everyman like banker like yeah just, just wants to like party and yeah he just like shoehorned his way to this Cucabana. movie yeah yeah. Like, yeah we're gonna this guest list and we're gonna this this hot new club yeah see Cameron Diaz dance and like was that the thing like People want the that's like an old see him sing and dance. Yeah, like, like yeah. that's like an old Dolomite thing. It's yeah. like you know we have a club and you're gonna see a show. And it's yeah. like no, nah, I don't think people do that anymore. <laughs> They're just like yeah, where's the cheap drinks and hope the DJ plays something nice. Uh, another, it's actually a comic book movie. If you're not familiar with the mass comic, uh, it's super dark. <laughs> Great comic book. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the shit he does in the movie is kind of stuff he does in the comic. Only it's like way more violent and worse. Yeah, and like the dog stuff, uh, getting them put the mask on, that was from the comic. Yeah, uh, the whole like the gang when he like does the balloon animals and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah like in the comic book, that's way yeah. more intense. Um, I remember buying this on VHS because we went to Blockbuster Video and like mm-hmm. all 110 copies were rented out. And I was like, how is this possible? And it was at the time when VHS was like. DVDs weren't a thing yet, but VHS had come down significantly. So I think it was like 20 bucks for the VHS. And my mom was like, yeah, I'll buy it for you. Because if you watched it more than three or four times, you got your money out of it. Unlike back in the day when it was like $120 for Beverly Hills Cop or whatever. Mm. Um, and I think I watched it to the point the tape wore thin and broke. <laughs> so, I mean, we got our money out of it. Yeah. Yep. How about, uh, I love this one. How about Ben Stein in this movie? Sorry. Oh, my Just God. Ben Stein is the... We all wear masks, yeah. metaphorically speaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Vinny. I just had to point that out. But ben Stein in this um, movie is hilarious. I love... Uh, what's his name? The villain? Um, Adrian, Adrian, I think his name yeah. Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Uh, let me find the actor. Uh, now, do you love him because in Pulp Fiction, he is Zed the Rapist? <laughs> so it's Peter Green I, as Dorian Tyrell. Dorian. Dorian, Dorian Tyrell. yeah. Um... And I love his boss, the other villain, that ends up uh, hitting the golf ball off his yes. face. Yes, yeah, I can't. That guy's badass. Yeah, and it, that like he's got like the the, the skull back. Yeah, skull the, it. The yeah. Skull oh, it. Uh, oh my god. So Nico. 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 Yes. So it's uh, Carestus Matas. What's the line he says when he hits the, when he hits the golf ball off his face? He's I'll like, be breaking my new nine iron on your skull. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's it's a. It's a very weird movie in that sense. I didn't think about that till right now. Yeah, I mean, when the when the black guy dies, like, that was like a big deal. Yeah, and like he bleeds out, like from a gut shot. It, it's weird. Like the people you're supposed to care about in the movie for some reason are the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember Dorian, he was the uh, the Cuban Pete dance scene. My dad fucking loved that. It's that it's was my favorite. Better, yeah, I was gonna say it's one of the better scenes in the movie. He's the, the king of the rumba beat. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the cops and the detectives being like absolute idiots was fun. Yeah. His one-liners like are great in this. P-A-R-T-Y? Because I, <laughs> I got, got to. to. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, this was. I mean, this was probably what his second like big feature after Ace Ventura, right? So this was no. 90, 94, wasn't it? It's so yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, but I mean, it was people. It, w- it was like anticipated at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh fuck, a Jim Carrey movie coming out. Um, the funny part about this movie for me was in that VHS there was like a little ticket, and I was like, fill out this ticket and mail it to this thing so you can be in the mask too. Win a part in the mask too with with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, I don't think that was the plan at the point, but you know, <laughs> ten years later, I've never Jamie, seen that one. Neither have I. I, uh, I don't think I need to. Jamie Kennedy too, Upper Darby, Philly guy, and it's just such a shame. It's like, oh god. <laughs> hey, he's, I wish he's you were living on in city. the. Uh, he lives on in the Tremors sequels. Is he in uh, those? Yeah. What's he in? Like four? Yeah, he's in like Tremors, like four through. Oh wow! What are they on now? Seven, dude. And, and like, think about. <laughs> So I don't know if you watched the last blockbuster yet, but he was part. Of, he was part of this commercial campaign. They had like the uh, blockbuster extreme team or some shit. But that was like his big break in Hollywood, where like he would do these commercials. It was like him, Jim Gaffigan, and like these two uh, ladies, and they would go like do appearances and stuff. And after that is when he got Randy and Scream, and hmm. that was supposed to be like his ginormous break and then it just kind of like yeah was here and there and yeah he had his little jamie kennedy experiment and stuff he was uh he was a funny guy until he kind of went crazy i think he showed up to like he was hosting like the g4 video game awards but he was like super drunk doing it and he was just like being a complete douche and he's like <laughs> oh god pete you got anything on this one? Oh, uh just that it was uh like I think I it may be even very similar to uh, what Jeff said. I think that it might have been the same situation. My parents may have bought it because I think we watched it once. I think I may have seen it in the theater. And it was one of those things that, like, my my dad might have even, like, liked. So we bought it. And, yeah, I mean, I had I, – I wonder if I have the sleeve somewhere still um, with the VHS in it. But, yeah, I mean, this is probably my most – rewatched i haven't watched it in like forever but in the span of like three years i probably watched it a hundred times oh my god this and uh when nature's call like i watched so many yeah. times as a kid little little bit of foreshadowing for Vitty's tops over here <laughs> um you know the scene at the kugabana when he when the when the bad guys are like catching him and he's doing all the different actors we said he yeah. hasn't done he hasn't done impersonations before, but he nailed it pretty good in that. Just the graphics too for this movie for nineteen ninety four were pretty impressive too, like when he swallows the bomb and all that kind of stuff. Like you guys uh-huh. know more about that stuff, but I think it's it they did a really good representation of taking the um the cartoonish piece of that and you know, he swallows it, it drops into his stomach, blows up, and he just like blows out the smoke. I think that's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun stuff. I mean I be, I think I think they basically did like rather than because CGI wasn't a thing, they probably just did like ba- it was basically like straight animation. It was like uh, Roger Rabbit kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Yeah, the the uh, and the uh, the the practical on his face. I mean, with the the giant yeah. teeth and the green, it's a but it still looked look. like his face. Yeah, it's a yeah. good look. They really knock it out of the park. I don't. I wonder who's involved on that. I never really because it's not like when you think about comedies, you don't really look too deep into it but i bet there was probably a pretty good 
you know, affects people on that. It had to be. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And the, the weird, uh, it was WB that made it, right? Was it Warner Brothers? I don't even remember. I think it might so. Have, I want to say it's Miramax for some reason, but the, uh, when he goes to the, there's this weird, like, it's supposed to be modern day, but everything feels very 60s. Yeah. Like the car, the bank. Remember, like when he goes to the mechanic, like he's driving like the a- The Lona. Yeah, the lo- give him the Lona. <laughs> he's driving like a 60s Chrysler. It's like, what? Why would that- Yeah, that's true. It's I never, like 1996. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> New Line Cinema. New Line. Ah, yeah. New Line. With, uh, Dark Horse Entertainment. Yeah, that's the, the comic book yeah, company comic that made it. Uh, but yeah, like the bank, even it's like that giant like gothic building- the club with the, but in it, the nineties, didn't bank banks were in those like old style. Yeah, they still were, but like buildings, the like the zoot suit, like the whole like yeah, yeah it is a, a very weird, it's a very like sixties, fifties, sixties influence for sure. I never thought about that. Yeah, wonder why that was. That's not where the yeah, and that isn't when the comic book took. No, nah, I think it's yeah. a eighties, early nineties comic yeah. book. So it's not like it was an old. I got to reread that series. That, that's a fun one. Yeah, it. <laughs> I think there's a modern. Uh, more modern release of it too. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I think there's like they did a lot of like uh when they did like Ash versus Ghostbusters and that kind of thing. I think they did the same with the mask. They did yeah. the mask versus Ash or some shit like that. Good movie though. I mean, um, super fun. Watch the shit out of it. I know that much. I, I like. I also liked the uh, the cop. I believe he was like the only other thing I can like off the top of my head remember that he was in was Animal House. Yep. Hey, bangs the uh. The uh, uh, dean's wife. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, you know, can we like dance Stanley? with your dates? <laughs> Stanley Ipkiss. What kind of name is that? <laughs> so great. Ipkiss. These pajamas. <laughs> Those pajamas were uh, stolen. There was nothing. Someone they stole your pajamas. They weren't. He was like making fun of his pajamas. I'm like, it's 1994, and there's got anchors on them. What's wrong with yeah. that? Yeah, I wear like wiener. Well, I don't wear wiener dog pajamas anymore. They got ripped, but you know, <laughs> I got some with bananas on them. I got, I got all. Yeah, sorts you see of fun what people pajamas. wear in 2021. You won't think. Uh... Yeah, I mean, shit. I went out. With, right. I didn't even have pants on today while I was out most of the day. <laughs> when um, when Cameron Diaz walks into the bank from that rainstorm. Holy smoke. Yes. That's when I was like, uh, I'm going to the hottest. The I'm going to marry a tall had. blonde woman. That's what's going to happen with for me. Um, yeah, hot. <laughs> what's he say? So the, what's he say to the bank manager? When she, uh, when she walks in? No, when Jim Carrey like finally snaps on the bank. Oh <laughs> yeah, his little rant. Um, <laughs> going down to club fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember the whole line. <laughs> yeah, it's good I. though. The whole rant's good. Whose side of what person's bed did you wake up <laughs> on today? <laughs> All right, we ready for uh, Doctor Love's pick at number four? Uh, no, Jeff's pick no, yeah, at this is four. me at number four. Yeah. We are here at number four with Laya Laya. Yeah, That's exactly where I had it. Good choice. I saw the fist pump over here, and then I saw the Vinny staring well, down. So that, it's no, no, not good. so I had it. No, I had it lower on my list, but I feel like undeservedly so. Because I had Batman Forever like too lower, high. closer mm. to number one, or no, lower? closer to the bottom. Ugh. No, I think Liar Liar is the first, the first, like, we're making a movie for Jim Carrey. Right. And it's like, go nuts, dude. Like, the movie itself, 
You could watch that movie and be like, that was hilarious. The whole outtakes and the credits, that's worth the, the price of yeah. admission mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just him going nuts, doing his thing. Everyone is kind of like busting on like his chops and what uh, him and the other lawyer like insulting each other. Yeah. And, oh, what's he say? I forget what he says there, but she like looks at him and is like, over actor. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like loses his <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um with with this movie there's just so many scenes that are just hilarious. So the first one that always comes to mind is when he's in the elevator with the girl. Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Mama. Uh, everyone's been <laughs> real nice. That's good got giant boobs. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I want to suck them. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, mean, I just want to bounce them up and down like sugary Leonard. <laughs> Um, but just the other parts of it too, um, where he's, uh, the pen, the pen scene is, is one of his best. Yeah. He plays that so well. And then when the secretary walks in, the goddamn pen is blue. (laughs) I think my, the, the part that had me on the ground in the theater, um, (laughs) he's trying to defend Jennifer Tilly. And he's like cross-examining the uh, the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you stopped her like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I hopped her brains out. <laughs> no, what, and then he asks about what she, what he's when he's interview when he's doing the cross-examination of her, and he says, uh, "Wait, what does he say? Like, uh, wait, uh, wait, like what? Are you oh, yeah, do? yeah. In your wait, one twenty. Yeah, in your bra." <laughs> <laughs> like it's just he's so great. He just he's going he goes nuts in this movie. When he's in the bathroom, just uh, beating uh, shit yeah. himself, yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> and then when he goes into court and like he has the, he can't lie about what happened. Like, who did this to you? Uh <laughs> white guy, kinda tall, gangly teeth. Yeah, <laughs> he covers up his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you need a recess? No. <laughs> yeah, this is just uh this is the first one where it was just like, "Hey man, go crazy." Yeah. And he definitely he did do that. Yeah, I I snuck oh, I don't know if I snuck into this or I snuck into the Saint. I bought a ticket for either the Saint with Val Kilmer or this. But <laughs> I saw both that it's night. Very very. <laughs> I saw both that night. That's a good double feature. Yeah. Um very very different. Yeah. The Saint was not as exciting as a uh, liar liar. Let's just put it that way. Um, the claw, like that's also oh, yes, yeah. yeah, a lot of wrestling in this. Yeah. The Macho Man Randy Savage, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, always as the uh, yes, as the stepdad. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's nuts. And when like he, when he does, when he goes the claw, and he man, tries claw's to gonna it. get you. <laughs> <laughs> and like when you watch, when you're watching the movie and how he behaves, it's like who would have married this guy in the first place? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he is. <laughs> Even before he couldn't lie, he's just like the biggest fucking jabron. Yep. Oh, I got uh, oh, stuck um, at the office. The boss is really riding me. <laughs> the uh, I've done better. Like mm. montage is so good. Yep. I've done better. Yeah. Uh, it's so fun. It's and it's just hilarious. Like that. It's such a loose story. It's like oh um. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? It's original. Like. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it didn't matter. This I feel like this kids was the birthday first party. The the kids, you know. I feel like this was the first one where they wrote the movie and they were just like, "It's got yeah. it's Jim Carrey. We're gonna let Jim Carrey just go nuts on this movie." And like, we have a script, but it's just gonna be him freestyling and improving, and we'll get what we gotta get and we'll put it together. It, like, it's not a good movie. It's just stupid, but it, 
Yeah, but sometimes you need stupid. But like yeah, it. that's what I mean. Like, but it, it's a, it works. It's stupid. A, it's is a, a candy role popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those. But it's again, it's a movie that you can watch over and over and over, and you never get tired of watching it. And it's funny every time. Yeah, that's it. It definitely deserves. It it. I think Jeff, you put it at the right spot. It was number four on my list. I think it's it's the great spot for him because there are other movies that we're going to talk about that I think. Are fantastic as well, but definitely well deserved. Yeah, in the it, top five. I, the best part about it is it doesn't. Uh, I mean, other than like the fashion, it doesn't age. There's no like out of date jokes or anything that like uh, that didn't age well. It's just like him being a goofball, doing his physical stuff, being a nut. And I mean, that's what he does. He's not. He's not a uh, dropping punchlines. He's just being a goof. The gas gauge is broken or something. <laughs> Oh, they wouldn't. I've got unpaid budget. parking tickets. <laughs> oh, that was so great. Too. Be gentle. <laughs> and that's like that's, that's it. It's just him being a fucking yep. lunatic, and that's you know, there's a a comparison that nobody really makes, and I I guess deservedly so because Jim Carrey's stand up career was not anything to write home about. I enjoy it because the death metal stuff, Vinny. I know you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. um, but like. Jim Carrey's early movies and Robin Williams' early stand-up are almost like hand-in-hand. I don't know that Jim Carrey was doing a lot of coke, but Robin Williams certainly was. And if you ever watch early Robin Williams' uh, stand-up, it's the same kind of deal. Tim running around just being a complete goofball on stage for a live audience. And the early Jim Carrey movies... This one in particular is that kind of vibe where it's like he might not even say something that's funny, but everything he does with it makes it funny. That's that's the best way I could put it. And Burke Devlin, Dr. (laughs) Wynn. See you later, dickhead. And he slaps that guy's toupee on the wall. (laughs) Oh yeah, all the exchanges with the uh, coworkers when he's yep. when he's in truth mode. Oh yes, the, the girl with the hair plug, like not hair plugs, but like the weird hairdo. Um, <laughs> Whatever takes the focus off your hair. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's house. A burglar tried to get in my friend's house, and he fell through the skylight. And he sued them for five hundred thousand dollars. What do you say to that? I would have got him a million. <laughs> no, I think he says I would have got him dead. Yeah. He's like, wait, ask me again. <laughs> the, oh, when he takes the phone and says, stop breaking the, the law, law asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's just so much on yeah, it. That, that movie's fucking It's, it's a memorable movie. There's so many repeat lines in there. It's so great. It is. It's so good. So good. Peter, how do you right. feel about that one? Uh, it's It's great. Great, great movie. Good placement. <laughs> great, uh, great nipple placement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, actually, no. Uh, do you guys know the connection between the woman that they're defending in court? Like the hot, short haired blonde woman. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. I love her connection between her and horror. Yeah. She's a uh, Chucky's bride. Yep. She is, um, an underrated smoke show. I think a lot of people yeah. get on her because of her her voice. Well, she has a sexy voice. Yeah, I love her voice. And she, got, she has that like raspy. Yeah, yeah, her voice, yeah. but not. Like, I think she's been sexy forever, yeah, man. Not my type. She's in a movie called 
Buxom. Ha- She's buxom. Have I talked about this before? Movie called Dancing at the Blue Iguana. No, I don't think so. Uh, it's a weird artsy movie. Like Daryl Hannah's in it, and Elias Cotiez, uh Casey Jones is in it. Uh, Sandra O's oh in it. It's a really weird movie, but she's in it, and she she plays like a stripper. Oh God, it's just I don't even think she's in it that much too. I think it was like one of those like we casted her. She's in it for like five minutes, and people will watch it probably because maybe they'll think they're gonna see her naked. But damn, yeah, I think she was just always a, a just a bombshell. I've always been into her, and a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't like her voice. I don't get it. I think it's awesome. The last, what was the last Chucky? Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky. Cult. When, well, she, she, when she pops up at the end. Uh yeah, she did show up. She yeah. did show up. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of. I, like I like those two movies. Yeah, so do I. But she's yeah. showing her age a little bit. But I'm still like. I don't care, man. She never, never did it for me. I mean, the voice, the voice is hot, but ah. as far as the way she looks, no, nah, she's a babe. Hmm. Anybody uh, watch the uh, remake? Not yet. I'm waiting for the series to come out. The remake, this the um, I don't really like the doll look. And then the stuff with like how they try to um, I forget what it was. They try to modernize it like with technology. Yeah, yeah. Like I, that's not. Well, what's it? It's um, Luke, not Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill, right? Mark Hamill does the voice. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Mark. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Mark Hamill. The series, um, Don Mancini is is pretty high on what they're getting ready to do, and and even sci-fi. I mean, they're they're doubling down on it. Alex Vincent's been all over social media doing stuff. I mean. If it sucks, it's gonna. I look, didn't realize it was a sci-fi channel. Yeah, it's it's gonna look really bad if it sucks. I'll tell you that much because they are, they're they're pushing it hard. Um, but I think they're gonna do. I, I I just think it's inevitable. I think they're gonna have a crossover with new Chucky and old Chucky, right? Like it's gotta happen. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's it's gotta. Yeah. I mean, long yeah. as look, long as Brad Dourif's on board. I'm good with it. I love that dude. All right, there, slapping hats around. Yeah, there's something on my hat. All right, where are we coming in? Number three. Number three, Vinny's pick. Uh, me, myself, and Irene. Ooh, girl. I love this one. I also had it in number three. So good on. JJ, you. I mean, uh, producer. I was worried about how you mentioned it, like not even making the list. You guys can keep it where you want, but I wouldn't put it that far down. This movie. Unleash vulgar Jim Carrey. It was like the filthiest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, it's so good. Like, I love vulgar Jim Carrey. We've never seen that before. He's always been, I mean, like, you know, like Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura had some parts that were like a little bit vulgar, but like this one, goddamn, like, it just released it. Like, uh, when did this come out? Does anyone have IMDb? Ready? It's in the nineties, right? Um, Early two thousands, nineties, something like that. Release date July twenty third, two thousand. There you go. Two thousand. All right. So I was still definitely a youngster, but like I didn't have much censorship in my household for what I could watch. And as a very young child, I was a, a huge Jim Carrey fan. Like the family, the family friends always got a kick out of like I did Jim Carrey impersonations of his movies. But, like, my father did not allow me to watch this one <laughs> until I was much older. Like, this one is vulgar, and he fucking kills it at it. Like, him as Hank, going back and forth from, like, being, like, the the innocent 
Nice state trooper man. Nice state <laughs> trooper man, which is like just which is good Jim Carrey, and it has its funny moments. But then when he transitions to Hank, it's a whole other thing, and it's yeah. so funny. And the, the dynamic with the the three black sons is so good. I love, like, I love that scene. I love. And I, that scene I love so how much. much he loves. Okay, them. Daddy. Like, yeah, I love like the love kisses. between them. It's so good. It's like whoever wrote that is that the is that a Farley Brothers? The Farley Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The they they fucking know what they're doing with him yeah. because just the 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 son dynamic and uh, dragging like <laughs> Renee Zellweger into it, who. You wouldn't have known at the time, but like, yeah, I got her upstart in fucking Texas Chainsaw, the next generation. So she, this was probably nothing for her. She was like, oh, yeah, I was in a movie that was way worse than this. Um, just <laughs> she genuinely, I'm not even sure how much she needs to act in this movie because the whole movie, she just seems to be in shock at what Jim Carrey is saying. <laughs> but he pulls the big dildo up. He's like, did I use this on you? She's like, you used it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just the crazy shit, like and like the Hank voice, like I hope we can get to know each other better. Yeah, me too. Do you swallow? <laughs> like, it's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, I, uh, the part in the diner when he just starts talking shit to the kid. Christ. Maybe I need <laughs> just, to just open the choke and pull the throttle. <laughs> I don't know. You guys get more of a kick out of this than I do. Uh, so maybe I just need to rewatch it. And I didn't. I don't know that I liked it the first time. So I really don't go back and watch Dude, it. Dude, you gotta rewatch I it. I gotta rewatch it, I think, because you it guys is gave ludicrous. it way higher than I would have ever thought. So I'm due for a seismic event. You're dancing on the fault line. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I peeing like I had sex last night? <laughs> Just the the whole dual personality thing. It works to his advantage so much because that's what he does. Like he's like a his style of comedy just that physical like he can be a completely different he can be jim carrey but all he has to do is change his demeanor a little bit he's a completely different actor it's and it's it's so dirty like i can't even believe that it got written and released in like theaters and people didn't have a shit show like oh, uh, this is it's fox though Look yeah but this was the year it was it was not 2000. like yeah this is still like a no remember jeff everybody got sensitive in the 21st century uh, maybe. so it was after 2000 that maybe became sensitive i just I, I mean i didn't see it in the theater i saw it on like our illegal cable so <laughs> but i i um, would after all the shit he had already done i think a lot of there's always that like parent who's like oh well this person's in that movie if my kids can see it <laughs> like, i can't imagine if that happened during this like it would have been uh, the the emails would have been flying yeah i mean it's strange for my dad to put like the the you know you can't watch this because i mean i had pretty much free reign and this one was a no <laughs> that was dirty this one and like so like my mom censored some movies like she but like she like picked like weird shit like I couldn't watch Titanic as a kid I was like Titanic the, the boobs I don't know what or because of Billy Zane and his terrible acting but um <laughs> the only two movies I I can remember my dad over, ever told me I couldn't watch because I was too young was this and Private Parts and I didn't even want to see Private Parts Private Parts I didn't even know who Howard Stern was, was Private Parts movie. is cleaner than yeah, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I just remember that's two movies you told me I couldn't watch. Uh, and I didn't I even I didn't parts. even ask to watch Private Parts. I, I would love to just do a retrospective about Private Parts and how ahead of its time it was. Yeah. Even though I think in in a way it's only ahead of its time because Howard Stern was ahead of his time. So what's that, Pete? He I'm sorry. Just didn't. Uh, I was gonna say, Vinny. He probably just didn't want to answer the questions that you would raise. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What's a dildo? <laughs> yeah. If I have sex, will I pee in two separate directions? <laughs> Can you really shove an egg up a man's ass without cracking the shell? <laughs> um, that's Anthony oh, Anderson, also, right? So, isn't that Anthony Anderson? What? Anthony Anderson, isn't he one of the cells? The sons? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, and then whenever you get to see Jim Carrey's love for death metal come out, that that one scene mm, when he turns into Hank, yeah, I'm dead. a motherfucker, I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> She's sitting there with one dart, like <laughs> that's like that's a whole other thing we need to talk about. I would love to like, not that this would ever fucking happen, but I would love to just be like, here's a hundred dollars. Can you talk to us about your fucking death metal love? Like, I would love to know where this came from, who you're into. I know he's talked about it in the past, where he's like, I love Napalm Death and Cannibal Corpse, and that yeah, shit. but like, what's he but like? Why? Now? Like, when did that happen? Like. Yeah. Because I know he found it hilarious, but it's hung with him all these years. There's things I've thought were hilarious that I've gotten over. Did you see him? Um, what's that interview when he was on? I think it was Jay Leno when he was doing like all like the death metal vocals, and it sounds better or at least on par with a lot of actual death metal vocalists. There's a great YouTube video where it, it compares Jim Carrey doing death metal vocals to the best of like Phil Bozeman from Whitechapel. It's pretty. It's pretty like it's pretty <laughs> comparable. I I would just love to have a conversation about it because yeah. you like you don't just like hear that on the radio. Like it's not it's not on the radio. It's not like easily accessible music. You have to search it out or somebody has to show it to you. I would just well, love I to think hear you like story. grow into it from listening to other stuff. Like my dad taught me about eighties hair metal, and then that continued into Pantera. And- mm-hmm. It evolves. All right, I guess. But I mean, I either way, I would spend, like you said, $100 talking yeah, to Jim Carrey. But about. like to put it in your act. Yeah. Like you're doing a fucking act. You're trying to be a stand-up comedian. You're on a uh, star search and shit. And it's like, you think these people know who the fuck Cannibal Corpse yeah. is? I got a, I got a $100,000 contract on the line, and McMahon. I'm about to do this <laughs> bit about Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Me versus Joey, uh, or what's his name? Dave Coulier. <laughs> Joey Gladstone. Fucking Uncle Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a great meme the other day that was uh, it said uh, the way you die is the last song you listen to, and then under it it just said Cannibal Corpse fans, and it was a person that was like really frightened. <laughs> I remember there was a Christmas Eve where it was like it was like a late night. I had drank like God knows how much because I haven't been sober on Christmas Eve in about two decades, um, and I just put my phone on and I just was playing Cannibal Corpse songs. And my dad just looks at me, and I was like, yeah, but vocals aside, look at, listen to that riff. <laughs> and she was just like, like yeah. the, the wide-eyed, like, I don't even or know. Or Christmas Eve, yeah. like, what did I birth? <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> Who are you? Stop drinking Just wait till you so see much. the guy's neck. Yeah, like, stop. Oh. I think I drank, like, uh, what was I drinking that night? Probably sailor. I was, I was probably during my sailor Jerry phase. That, that was a great show. We saw them live at Chameleon. 
Dude, two straight hours. Dude. Like, and it was awesome. Like, yeah. I wasn't bored for a second. It was nope. great. They were not fucking around. They're like, we're going to do our thing. Then fucking Black Dahlia came and played for like maybe an hour. And uh, not good. Yeah. I mean, I think we were standing in the wrong spot. Yeah. I mean, Million Club's tough. If you're standing on that yeah. third floor. But like they had like half a house too. Like yeah. Cannibal Corpse was to the roof. Yeah. And then Black Dahlia comes in and they got like half a. I was like worried we weren't going to get into Black Dahlia. And then we got in there. I was like, oh, well, this place is yeah, we didn't We didn't stand in a good spot at all for that. Yeah. Where are we at? I lost uh, number, two. number two. Number two. Number two is Dr. Love's pick. Uh, you guys ready for it? Mm-hmm. I'm ready, baby. All right. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ooh, girl. That's where I had it. Mm, wow. I, f- I knew based on the way Vinny's been talking that number two probably wasn't the good spot. All right. So full disclosure, him. I wrote this list while I was a little intoxicated. So I have Ace Ventura on it twice. <laughs> well, which one's Nature Calls? Uh, neither. Ah. So I have Ace yeah. Ventura twice, and then my actual number two pick. So as any sequel goes, the first is always better than the second, at least, and especially in this case. Um, but I would put them both at number two together. Um, but if I had to pick the one uh, when Nature Calls is going to be the one. Um, Wait, wait just, this is when or, Nature excuse Calls? Excuse me. The original. The original. Pet, pet, yeah. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. My bad. It's late. Uh, <laughs> it's like 9 o'clock. And I'm not drinking. It, listen, right, I got up like early. It's like 10 o'clock, my bad. Yeah. Dude, um, you've got up early? I haven't slept in days. <laughs> that is not my problem. I didn't realize it was 10 o'clock already. It's God 10 damn. o'clock. Uh, anyway, uh, just probably one of the best movies that Jim does. Um, I mean, it's his first yeah, like starring role. Yeah, and he's so good at just adapting and playing the different roles and oh god i I, there's so much to say about this movie but you know not enough Mm -hmm. time to to say it about it. plenty of time yeah but this is a movie in my opinion that should have been a piece of shit and nobody should have even cared about he talks out of his ass (laughs) and it's fucking great (laughs) tone loke is his best friend transgender uh, homophobia like it's just craziness transgender before that was even a thing yeah and it was so impossible because dan marino <laughs> ventura yes satan <laughs> yes satan, <laughs> satan. Um, where's my rent <laughs> she uh is a hottie there's no way that could have been a dude yeah well, i mean especially a kicker in the nfl there's no way finkel is einhorn Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. Einhorn is a man. I kissed a man. <laughs> Your gun is digging into my hip. <laughs> but yeah, just the stupid gags, the the whole glass, the pain door. Yeah. Ah, but so this is why I love this movie. So this this list is fun. I it's. I was going to money to bank you, but I was waiting for it. I thought it would have. I thought you wanted it at number one. So. I was thinking about my, no. So it is my number one. Yeah, but I don't have the number one, so it's not like I would guarantee okay. it being there. And there's another movie that we need to talk about. And the reason this is my number one is because this is all about Jim Carrey. And what I imagine is going to be the number one is Jim Carrey and somebody else that makes mm-hmm. a great duo. But um, I mean this one—it's so good, and. It's also a detective story, and it's kind of a good whodunit. And the twist at the end, like we've seen it at this point a million times, but the first time that twist happens, you're like, oh, shit. Like, that's, that's a pretty good mm-hmm. twist. Yeah. Yep. The fucking Boy George song comes on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone starts throwing up. 
Um, yeah, like the talking through the ass, like with the with the <laughs> other cop. Like, is your number still nine one one? Alrighty <laughs> then. <laughs> so it's just um, all the stuff with Courtney Cox. Like their yeah. dynamic is great. Yep. Um, Sorry, the, that's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so when just in the beginning of the movie, he drops the dog back off at the at the the lady's house oh, looking yeah. for it and she starts I, i'm assuming you know it's, it's you, you a, can assume she's getting, a wild blowy yeah she's giving a really big blowy and he's just hanging there swinging from, the, from whatever it is it's so great i actually met the the guy he stole the dog from it's randall tex cobb he's from philly i've met him on numerous i mean he's passed away now but uh i met him he's when a I, wrestler right he was a boxer oh a boxer. uh he was punch drunk super nice guy though like one of the nicest, just he's in um raising Arizona as well. He's the biker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But super nice dude. Um, we were at a charity event, and he was there, and to introduce him, they played the scene from Ace Ventura, and he laughed his ass off. And it was like, oh, it's so good to see. Like he has like a great sense of humor about that. Yeah. But doesn't he say something when he's going after the? Cars? I don't say, give a rat's ass. <laughs> well, the other thing too, uh, idiots in the mirrors are closer than they appear, mm. or something like that. I forget. He says yeah. something about the mirror. Yeah, it, it was so great, and then he just smashes the mirror off. Yeah, it's it's just a movie full of just ridiculous like gag setups and and they're stupid all so jokes. Good. Yeah, and fucking the yes satan the um i don't even know like i don't when he's in courtney cox's office and he's like eating the sunflower the seeds, seeds. <laughs> oh god was like an ashtray smoking is a filthy habit <laughs> i don't smoke it's a filthy habit and then like to have fucking what's his face in it um um the um the guy that owns the shark the shark uh, yeah, yeah, yeah why can't i think of that's, not that's not snowflake that's not snowflake that's not snowflake. Permission to come aboard, Captain Stubing. <laughs> um, I love when God, they're I'm looking. I'm looking for that when guy. they're at Dolphin Stadium. So, so, like, they do all these tropes from Private Eye movies and detective movies, and Jim Carrey just makes it like a ridiculous comedy out of those tropes. But like, when he's going into Snowflake's tank, if I'm not back in ten minutes, just, just wait longer. longer. <laughs> it's like so good. Uh, if I had been drinking that from that from that toilet, I could have been killed. <laughs> like, it, do it, not go in there. It shouldn't. Woo! It shouldn't have worked. It should have just been a yeah. bomb of a movie, and no one should have cared. And it became a fucking phenomenon. Uh-huh. And then to get a sequel where they just were they like, just amplified yeah, it. Yeah, and like, they just like stretched it. They're like, what can we do here? Well, how did Jim Carrey be birthed from a the ass of a fake rhino? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and, like, there's no... You must be the Monopoly guy. Do not play us go. Do not play us $200. Like, the projection scene when he's trying to, like, beat all serious and go over the criminals. Hi-ho, Silver! Away! <laughs> yeah. There's no reason. Oh, Udo Kier is who I'm thinking of, by the way. Oh, like, yeah, Ronald Camp. Right? Yeah, this yeah, like, Udo Kier in this movie. And... I guess when you think about it, there's no real like big name actors in it. Like you get what Dan Marino, uh, Jim Eagles Carrey, mascot. Tone Loke, the rapper. Yep. Courtney Cox before she's anybody. Udo Kier, who's just like a cult horror guy. Um, the guy that plays Roger Predactor, who's just kind of in everything. And um, 
Troy Evans is his name according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Just like this goofy ass movie. It's gold. It is. And I remember the the big funny, well, not the big funny, but like the thing was like crazy. If you watched it on like cable, there was like different scenes that were not in the VHS. Like with the Snowflake's tank stuff and when he does the whole like he's the trainer of the dolphin. Remember that when he does like the fake, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's it's, not in uh, like one version, but being, it's in the other um, version. When he's being like French. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought you guys exactly. would take to it more because the championship game that they're playing. Yeah, versus the Eagles. But they win, so fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole like when they're breaking into the mental asylum. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's gold. <laughs> yeah. Let's see that in instant replay. Just leave him there. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Holy shit balls. Oh, when he says like halftime. Yeah. And it's just, you know, <laughs> and then puts his head down. And then she goes, Courtney Cox goes, uh, he'll be good for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes to Finkel's parents' house, little footballs. Laces out. <laughs> Peter, you're still with us? I'm back from uh, Psychoville, yeah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Isotoners. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's such a fucking, like, who thought of this? I don't know. How did it how, become so fucking popular? When he's, when he's like, decides the best way to look at all the rings, it's just chloroform oh, each my person God, I love individually. That. I love that shit. But he shows up to the, the signing, he's, like, in the wheelchair. It's <laughs> like a Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> Definitely a good movie. All right. All right, Jeff. Number one. It's I can't believe I didn't use my money one. in the bank. I... So in retrospect, so like reflecting back, I should have money banked Christmas Carol, but I thought maybe... that's hard at ten. It's hard to. I know. I thought I would need it sooner, but like we've done a good job with this list. Dun dun dun! All right, a little bit of a curveball here. What? Number one, Dumb and Dumber Two. What? Dude, did you not like this movie? No, absolutely oh, so not. Good. It was no, it was this not. Better be April so Fools. good. Yeah, you better be fucking around. April Fools, bitches! Thank God. <laughs> oh, God. Good job, Pete. So in Whew. in number two, the only funny part was with the granny. Oh, it's right up there with the giblets. <laughs> no, the, the catheter <laughs> and thing then he was pretty funny. Off. Yeah, the catheter was the good, the first <laughs> good part. But that granny part where he takes his hand and blows, it blows the, his, the dust. dust. Oh, it's so, so gross. gross. Yeah. It's right up there Actually, with the giblets. I didn't even think about that. It's very ironic that we're doing Jim Carrey on April Fool's <laughs> now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. Pete, give him the real do, one. Uh, there's, there's a, uh, what do they call it? They like It's like make-out point, but they refer to it as Oyster Swallow Cove. <laughs> <laughs> there's a handful of things in that one that are... The, uh, uh, I mean, it was such a uh, uh, over-the-top so gimmick, but like, when yeah. he's like, thinks he's talking to is like, is that my dead dad or, yeah. or like, talking on the phone? Like, is it Hello? So- <laughs> <laughs> it's my dead dad. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And number one. Okay. Why wouldn't it be Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Come on. That's good. I mean, I think so. Would If you think about it, would you agree my argument that it should be number two and Ace Ventura number one because Ace Ventura is the Jim Carrey show? No, this is Jim so, Carrey and Jeff Daniels equally nah. fantastic. I can't Jeff get into Daniels it. Jeff Daniels is not a comedian. Yeah, I know. I, that's, I, even I can't, more, that's even more reason why he's amazing. In this. I can't Jim, Jim. give you my number two slash one yet because it's we we. I'm gonna go into it, but 
Dumb and Dumber, if you saw this for the first time and didn't laugh to the point you almost pissed yourself, there's something wrong with you. It's probably my favorite comedy. It it, it might be one of the best ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, just one after another. Yeah. Amazing. And like you said, Jeff Daniels, not a comedic actor. Yeah. And in the role, Harry, he kills it. And just like, there was a lot of jokes I didn't get when I was a kid. Right. Exactly. And then when I got older, I got them. And it made it even more funny. Yeah. Like, I didn't get the whole like. Did you pay the gas bill? Yeah, that the the Did you realize what you've done. The Aspen, Colorado, or I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes, like like stuff like that. Like went over my head as a kid, but then as I got older, I was like, oh god, it's even funnier now. Like, um, it's just another ludicrous premise, but executed so well. And this, like I said, it's the what second Jim Carrey movie, basically, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's Ace Ventura, so you're like, oh, the funny guy from Ace Ventura, Jeff Daniels, who was at that point like a serious actor, and then the the Farley brothers, who were basically unknown at that point, and it was like made, and this is gonna sound so fucking dated and lame, but it's like made for the MTV generation. It was like a bunch of dick and fart jokes. That just landed. They all land. Yeah, they just land so well. Um, and the the weirdest part about this movie, to me, it's not weird in a bad way by any means. The cross country trip, it makes me want to travel. <laughs> like I don't know why, but it's just like I want to see these places. I want to like drive through fucking America and go to. Dante's Inferno and eat a crazy hot burger and I want to drive through these the the Pennsylvania <laughs> you know it's legal to travel with an open container of booze in the great state of Pennsylvania I love, how they, sir. I love how they interpreted that's what we fucking sound like because that's not true <laughs> you give me that booze if you know it's good for you little pumpkin pie haircut yeah, freak. <laughs> but it's just so fun and it when they get to Aspen like it just goes nuts and they get when they find out the first of all you get the whole <laughs> like the whole like take the second pair of gloves my hands that's, are sweating that's <laughs> the best part of the movie that's the best you had an extra pair of gloves this whole time we're in the Harry rockies it's the rockies i'm that. gonna kill you lloyd <laughs> your hands, your are, hands so- are freezing oh, yeah, your hands are freezing and his fucking dream about with like the shit with Lauren Holiday, like oh fights my the god, chef. the karate scene. Yeah, and then her boobs are the the truck. Yeah. yeah, but like when they get the money and just the shit they do with it, <laughs> like the giant furry boots. That's a Lamborghini. May want to hold on to that one. Like they get they go skiing, but like he doesn't just like buy skis. He gets the whole like Olympic skiing skin tight outfit. <laughs> and then yeah, they're like it's the, over the top. Yeah, and, it's like, perfect. The, the IOUs. Those are IOUs. That's good as cash. <laughs> so, so great. Um, with, Shag and wagon. Yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, this. Um, I agree with what Jeff is saying that it's not normal for um, Jeff Daniels to be in that kind of role. So I think Jim Carrey still, it's it fits him. Oh, he carries it. Yeah, yeah. he definitely carries it. But I think it's Jeff. Jeff is playing off of him. For sure. Through the whole movie. Yeah, I think I, I, I get what you're saying 100%. It's like Jim Carrey does his Jim Carrey thing. So yeah. 
Jeff Daniels only has to do a little bit, but what he right. does, I, I'm not saying a little bit like he doesn't yeah. diarrhea in a toilet. <laughs> I mean, but like it doesn't, that's hilarious because he doesn't need to do, a, there's not a whole lot of build up he has to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the ski scene, both of them. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just give me your goddamn number? Like, <laughs> Big gulps, huh? <laughs> well, see you later. And then my favorite thing was sea bass. Uh, yeah. For manly love. Be here March 25th <laughs> to 15 a.m. Which I missed again. I always want to post it on social media, the, the picture of the stall. And I always remember the day of March 25th. I'm like, well, it doesn't make sense now because it already passed. Yeah. You got to put like a reminder in your phone. So I it know. Goes Every year, I just have to have like an alarm that goes off yeah. at like on March 24th at like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so you remember to do that. But yeah, like the sea, like the, the, the gas, sta- or not the gas station, the diner scene with sea bass and stuff. Like, I don't know what it is about. Like, I want to go to that place. Like, I, Maybe it's a a bygone time where, like, this shit doesn't exist anymore. But, like, truck stop diners and just random shit. I don't know. I don't know. I love it. It, It's the Hawaiian Tropics bikini team. Maybe they want to pick me up. (laughs) I'm sorry. My friend. Please excuse my friend. (laughs) He's he's a little slow. The town is actually 10 miles that way. Yeah, yeah, I laughed my ass off. I saw this in the theater on like a a Sunday afternoon matinee, and I was holding my gut laughing. So these 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 comedies, even like the slapstick, they usually do like a pretty dramatic scene. Maybe if it's the only drama they work in, where the the two main characters or the two buddies have it out and have their little fight. But this one does that, which is a trope, but still keeps the comedy rolling with it. You drive a thousand miles in the wrong direction. <laughs> what happened to the van? Like, <laughs> like five eighths Just of the when way. I back. thought you couldn't get any dumber. Traded back to a kid in town. I can get sixty miles to the gown on this hog. Ching <laughs> ching. <laughs> I swallowed a big June bug you coming go down and the mountain. Do something like this. <laughs> And so totally redeem yourself. Yeah. There's, there's not. You a, still want to go to Aspen? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there's nothing that's not quotable about this movie. It's so great. I might actually go and watch it now. Um, fuck, it's so good. It's so goofy. And it's so charming. What if he shot him in the face? Yeah. What if you shot me in the face? That's a chance we were willing <laughs> <Yeah>. to take. <laughs> and she says it so serious too. <laughs> he strapped this bulletproof vest on me and. Then <laughs> Uh, Desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> you thought I meant nine a.m. I meant nine p.m. I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> like, yeah, just the jokes. Like, tell her, tell her I've got a rapist's wit. <laughs> I'll stand by the bar, put up the vibe. One <laughs> tablespoon for fast, effective relief. Yeah, it, it, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> and then. I own the soundtrack to this movie. I love the music. It's a good this soundtrack, is a, this yeah. is like a '90s throwback. It's just like alternative, fun music. Good. Um, it's gonna sound like really lame, but like good lyrics, like 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 fun songs. But they, Larry Moe. Yeah, Mary Moe. Fucking. Um, there's a Green Jelly song on there. The Suns have a song. Crash Test Dummies. Uh, yeah, says. Crash Test Dummies. Um, um, if you don't love me, I kill myself. Uh, Pete Drage, uh, that Sun song, I fucking love. Too much of a good thing. They play it in the movie like six times. 
that's funny like if you watch the movie and you pay attention to like the music cues the same songs just keep playing over and over and over and you wouldn't even notice it because it, it it's not that kind of movie the music cues don't really matter they're it's just like such a fun movie that it just it's yep. like it goes right over your head you're just like oh i didn't know they played that song five times already it doesn't matter so pete we obviously saw this uh many many times before we lived in rhode island but the fact that they were from yeah. Providence just as like another piece like, oh, never, that makes so they, much sense. <laughs> they almost never mention it. I don't think I ever knew that until we lived in Providence. Oh yeah, I had no idea. So the, is the blue like bug they and show all. like the the big bug, yeah. yeah. Yeah, is Rhode Island smut a thing? Like did you guys have like little machines with Rhode Island smut in it? Uh, uh no, well no, that was just there were Were the gas stations smelling jet for a small city there were for a small city, there were a lot of porn shops. Okay. Yeah. Was the local gas station amazing selling super, giant cowboy hats <laughs> and paddle balls? <laughs> yeah. I have to say, my, and I think this at a very young age revealed what would grow into a very dark sense of humor. My favorite thing that I still die laughing at is that he sold the dead bird to a blind kid. Oh, oh my God. Billy yeah. Forsy. He's like, Harry, I took care of it. I took care of it. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Uh, bag of marbles. Uh, I sold a few baseball cards. Bag of marbles. <clears throat> Petey. <laughs> I got worms. Didn't have a head. What's it, what's the uh, what, what do they say when they're like? Why don't we trash the place? Send them a message. I, I, don't, I don't think, think they're, they're gonna, gonna get, get that, that message. <laughs> the guy's got worms in his living room. She's how did they know I have gas? And she's a babe too. She was like an old MTV VJ. Um, I don't remember her name at all. But oh, she was in blank check. I know that. Yes. Yeah. She's the FBI agent or whatever. Yeah. She's a super <laughs> babe. Let me do them. Let me do both of them. You don't just kill people. You don't know. <laughs> ah, so good. Um, the, I, I see this movie. I quote weekly, if not daily. I mean, yes. there's just so many. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, just simple. And I always have to like find the, the gif or the meme in 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 reference to certain things but when he's like he's just driven her to the airport and he's driving and he just goes goodbye my love goodbye my love <laughs> and uh, he crashes the car Karen. that's a nice accent what is that australian no new jersey, oh, new jersey. New jersey. what is that new jersey uh, austria yeah uh, uh, let's put another yeah, shrimp no. on the bobby yeah. Uh, it was Karen Duffy is the Karen Duffy yeah, is the actress. Yeah, her and Blank Check. Blank Check's a good movie. I think Sinbad's in that. Right? Yep. Yeah, love me some Sinbad. Um, it's okay. I'm a limo driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like both their introductions are great. It's just so much fucking. I washed them. I trimmed them. Yeah. I primped them. <laughs> like foot long. <laughs> Who's got yeah. the foot long? Yeah. Get the back there, Mister. <laughs> And every then he, every and when, minute, it's just they get there. They get there. And maybe you just want to run a cone through them. <laughs> They're all covered in mustard. Like, do you have to talk them into being like anybody that's in this movie? Like, do you have to have like a 25, 35 minute meeting? Like, it's going to be funny. I know it sounds stupid as shit and ridiculous the, um, right now, but it's going to be hilarious. Who's the guy? I mean, he's a great character actor. The guy that they they kill with the pills by accident. Yeah. Um, oh, Mike Starr. I mean, I feel like they had to have that talk with him just for the scene where he's riding in the truck with them. I, I don't know. I think you want he, to hear the most annoying sound. In the world? He's, like, he's in Black Dynamite, too. I think he kind of understands man. what he is. Is like this this over the top Italian like gangster guy, because that's what he is in Black Dynamite. 
But I think. But apparently, I can't. Yeah, I, um, when he does like the part where he's doing the most annoying sound in the world, and he starts freaking out, guys, <laughs> guys, like he was actually freaking out. He couldn't yeah. take anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they must have had to like oh. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, from Young Frankenstein. Oh my God! The assistant. Somebody help me! Help what? me! What? The mom. She's she's. T- Terry Gar. Yes, Terry Gar. Like she's an old school like. She's young Frank. She's an old Mel Brooks like comedy actor. Wait, who is she in this? She's the she mom. The stepmo- the stepmother. The stepmother. Yeah, stepmom. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like to get her in there, like it's like oh my God, like. What is that conversation like? <laughs> like? It's a comedy, but this is... What is this? <laughs> nice it's, pair of hooters. Yeah. <laughs> the owls. <laughs> um, but how about the suits? Like, everything, the clothing yeah. that they wore yes. the whole time in the yeah, movie is Yeah, like, they nail it. Like, yeah. at no point do they, like, ever... Uh, we can rant about this movie all night. <laughs> I am not mad about it. But, yeah, yeah like, there's no... There's no like stopping. It's almost like they thought about every aspect of it. Like, yeah. well, if they're gonna buy suits, it's not gonna be like a tuxedo. It's yeah. gonna be like this fucking blaze orange, <laughs> goofy thing. When they're getting like um the manicures, manicures, and and they, shit, they, they, they got the, the, the sandblaster. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when they're when they're sword fighting with the canes, yeah. like that's like <laughs> for three seconds, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Enough <laughs> time out. Like, <laughs> It's just there's just nothing they didn't think of. Like there's no unwasted comedy in this movie. Like everything is quotable. Everything's rememberable. I'm into canines. Dog <laughs> Dog the to the layperson. Yeah. <laughs> I got worms. Excuse me. I got worms. So I'm gonna call my pet shop. <laughs> like you like he just picked this woman up and like that's like the first line he says. Yeah. You're ninety percent more likely to die on the way to the airport as there's a, yeah. a truck crashing in the background. Did you get fired again? Yeah, they really don't like it when you leave the scene of an accident. Fell <laughs> <laughs> off the jet. How about you? Yeah, I got fired. You pathetic loser. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, All right. So Rhode Island, huh? All right. <laughs> oh, I like that. Good call. All right. So final beer real quick. We're doing in honor of opening day for uh, baseball and our beloved Phillies. We have the Slugger from Sly Fox. It's got the old... Uh, the Phillies, blue, the blue, blue and maroon, blue maroon colors going on. Uh, it's a uh, unfiltered pilsner. Great session beer. Good stuff out of Sly Fox. So honorables, I want to jump in. I know you were talking about Ace Ventura too. Um, I love that one. That was a big part of my childhood. So here's something that was chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. It's not. Chitty, we love you. I don't know if it's down, Bobo. It's not a. It's not a Jim Carrey classic, but it's the only movie that I can think of that has Jim Carrey and Jeff Goldblum in it. Earth Girls Are Easy with Gina Davis. Oh, Jesus. I I think I've only seen that once. Yeah, it's not good. Uh. And it's smutty and it's sleazy. But it's Jeff Goldblum and Jim Carrey. I mean, like, when else are you going to see that? Yeah, right? Like,. Like before they were famous, it's like holy shit! Like when, when, when on earth would you think of seeing that? Especially now, but like Goldblum's like, it is kind of Twilight where he's just like, he likes doing like that. Uh, he goofs on himself almost, like where he takes his his own his his own Goldblumisms 
and like puts them into comedy. Yeah. And this was Jim Carrey just like trying to get a break. Like that's it's, it's fun stuff. Yep. It's not a good movie. It's a really smutty. Um, for a nine-year-old me or whatever I was watching it on Comedy Central, I was probably <laughs> in a weird place. <laughs> Definitely deserves to be honorable of the of the two. Obviously, the first one's the better of the two. What? Ace Ventura. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, yeah. I really love Nature Calls. Like, it's, it's another yeah, it's I definitely, super I like quotable, that, super yeah. over the top slapstick. Yeah, I would say if if you know if I couldn't choose between the two, I would put them to, together and rank them. But you, I, the first one's definitely the better of the two. But it, when Nature Calls is still pretty fucking. Yeah, funny. it's hilarious. There's it's, something on the wing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It's um. It was just a capital. It was a capitalization capitalization on a character that they built, and now it was like, oh, what the fuck else can he do? Like, mm-hmm. and we'll send him into the jungle. Yeah, we'll send him to the jungle. But, uh, kudos, kudos <laughs> to the writers. Oh of my that god, oh, because sorry. of you know because something happens. Oh yeah, because he's rescuing the the yeah. raccoon, right? But he does the whole like cliffhanger. The cliffhanger, yeah. Yes, the cliffhanger thing. There's a lot he, of uh, pop everybody culture. loves a slinky. Yeah. Everybody wants a slinky. Yeah. Like that part had me fucking die. Oh, yeah. slinky, go! <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> the arrow. one more. Let's do it again. The arrows and the legs. Let's do all the things that you want to do. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, and Tommy da- uh, Tommy Davidson, um, Bumblebee Tuna. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. A lot of pop culture. When, when he sleeps, when he sleeps with the girl, uh, the the lady, and then uh, they find out that she's not a virgin, <laughs> they can tell that <laughs> at the very end of the movie. Aquisiosho, He says, "Let me guess, white devil, white devil. <laughs> How did you know?" <laughs> um. So, two darts is too that, much. Yeah, a lot of goofy shit going on in that one. My number two movie. I'm bummed it did not make the list, but it falls into that dark comedy shit. Cable guy. Cable guy. Yeah, I'm surprised they made the list. Yeah. It, I was had my, it, it was my number eight. Yeah, it was my number two. Yeah. I love the cable guy. Uh, it's I, dark. I, yeah, and I'm a huge Broderick fan because I love Ferris Bueller. And then Jim Carrey. Yeah, but Godzilla. I don't care. <laughs> he was in Ferris Bueller, bro. It doesn't matter. I really thought that Vinny was going to money in the bank when I said Christmas Carol and put Cable Guy on there. Yeah, you know what? I should have. Yeah. Jack Black. I was thinking about either Money in the Banking and putting Christmas Carol or Nature Calls, but this seemed too soon because I didn't know what the rest of the list was going to work out to be. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just so dark. It's like the most, like, and it was at a time where people had an expectation for him. So when it came out, it got bashed. Like people hated this movie. I don't understand why. I don't either. It's almost like people the, were the just karaoke, not... the karaoke scene, oh the God. Renaissance. Fair don't you want somebody to lose? Yeah, it's so good. I think people were <laughs> legit making Broderick crack up. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Um, I just think it was just like too much for people. Like they weren't ready for that dark comedy, and it was like Ben Stiller directed it. Yeah. Like, it was not like uh, some thrown together shit movie. Like it's there's a lot of people involved that that made it good, and it, it is a good movie. And I think it um it gained steam as it got older, and I think people appreciated it more. It is weird that it's like it's a weird movie, 
but it's still funny as shit. It's just mm-hmm. dark. And at this point, I don't think people were ready for dark Jim Carrey. Like, they were like, I don't understand what's happening at all. Because <laughs> that, that, this is at a point, like, you're selling the tickets to the movie theater off of Jim Carrey. Like, that's what this is. Yeah. Right? So, it's like, but you're going... But he didn't stray that far from the path for so far to disappoint people that much. Like, like he... I don't think I almost think, got too typecasted to be just a goofball. Like, I think there's a and he was being goofball in this, but a dark goofball. Yeah, so I, I think the I don't know why people couldn't get behind it. The black comedy for people just it sometimes it just there's people who don't understand it, and when they don't understand it, they don't understand it, and it just doesn't hit. Yeah, like as terrible as this sounds, but like the whole like fake Menendez brothers trial, I fucking. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Ben Stiller, yeah, yeah. But there's probably a lot of people who are like, I don't, even, I don't understand what this is. I don't my get this. my theory, <laughs> my theory is that this movie got a shitty rating from like Siskel and Ebert because this is like prime. Like that's people listen to them, and you know that that mattered to people and and people just took that as they would just not even see it and say that it wasn't good i don't know i don't think they were a big deal at this point though i mean they may have been but i i don't like they were definitely still on tv but i don't think they were a big deal at this point but you know i feel like i've said this before in the past i think ebert was on the take man because he's got like ridiculous things to say about shit that's hilarious and then shit that's like not up his wheelhouse at all he's like oh yeah it was a great movie (laughs) What? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I, I think it's a great movie. I think it probably should have made the list, but you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't. And they, there's a lot of deserving movies, so it doesn't matter. Do you have um, any honorable? Oh, go ahead, Pete. Uh, I was gonna. I have a just question because this is like I didn't think it was gonna make the main list because it's like it's. It's just a totally depressing movie, but I was curious if Eternal Sunshine made anybody's list. So I don't, I I, I can't watch anything he's serious in. Okay, I don't mind serious, but that one, I love it. I don't, but it's, I don't know if it was overhyped, so but I I can't understand the love for that one from just the general cinema loving community. It, it it just bores me. I don't. It doesn't get me. Like I I know that's supposed to be super sad and like it doesn't get me on the sad. It, there's just nothing about it that grabs me from that movie. Like I I, uh, I guess it's Kate Winslet and and Jim Carrey. Like they don't pull me in. I, I don't know what it is about it, but that one just does not get me at all. Yeah, I'm just not into serious Jim Carrey at all. I'm all know. about his comedy. So yeah, same. That's, that's all. Now, I, like, I, I appreciate Curry. that he wants to be a serious actor because I think that's... I mean, that movie's well-respected. No, I'm not arguing that. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not into it, but I, I appreciate that he wants to be on that level as well. So I what about the fine line of serious Jim Carrey with comedic Jim Carrey and Truman Show? So that's not for me either. Yeah, no, I'm not into I like that one. Truman Show. Yeah, I'm not into that I like one. Truman Show too. It's, it's just um, not for me. I'll tell you what I love. Some In Living Color, Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's a new one. Either it just came out or it's coming out where I think it's like a crime caper, a crime filler with Jim Carrey. Um, 
Producer, do you have his IMDb up? Uh, it says... I forget what it's it called. Is it a documentary film? No, I don't think so. So the only thing they have listed for 2022 is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. No, uh, how about 2021, 2020? <laughs> people really liked that movie, 20 though. 20 is Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is 2022. He's, he's booked up on Sonic the Hedgehog till uh, 2030. Yeah, and then the only other thing for 2020 is uh, Kidding, which is a television show, mm. and Saturday Night Live. Huh. Uh, never yeah. mind. I think... So I know he did, like, Kick-Ass 2... And then he kind of bailed on the publicity for it because he was like all anti-gun. Um, but he plays like uh, I don't even know Captain. He's like a fake Captain America type person, just a super violent. But I wouldn't mind like what you just said. I wouldn't mind like Big Beard Jim Carrey playing a straight role as like a detective. I think it'd be good. I think he could nail that. Yeah, I think that's what I saw. I could have sw- so. All right, how about 2019 then, JJ? I mean, you're not a producer. It's all right. Almost for film. He has 2016 would be prior to that. Uh, the Bad Batch and Dark Crimes. Yeah, I haven't heard of either of them. I don't I know. I thought he had something it. where it was like a detective crime story. I don't know. He could do it. I think he could do it. I, I don't doubt that at all. I mean, number 23, he goes serious drama, thriller, slash sort of horror. It doesn't work at all. Yeah. I, I never bought into that. It just wasn't. Yeah. At that point. I, I feel like when that came out, it was just like he grew a beard. Like That, that was the only difference. It was like, yeah, I have a beard now. I'm in this movie. I would I, I would like to see like a true detective type deal with him. So Dark Crimes is he's a detective who takes on a case involving a murder of a businessman. That's that, 2016? That was 2016, yep. Hmm. That's a little while ago. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I would like I would like some serious Jim Carrey stuff in in that vein. I, um me being me, I would definitely like to see him in more of an old school, like film noir kind of role. I think that would fit him well. I, I couldn't see him in like a doing what Nick Cage is doing right now, where he's just like, yeah, I'm going to go nuts now and be in every crazy horror movie I can be in. Nah, yeah. He they're good. He they're good friends. Are they? Yeah. All right. That's well. awesome. Maybe I'll talk to Nick and we'll figure that out. <laughs> um, completely off topic, but in the comedy realm, I'm very excited to see how Chris Rock does in the new yeah, not a- Saw movie, Spiral. So here's the deal. He's producing it, so he's got a lot of baggage, like money and his name invested in So this. I read the synopsis, and it's he is a detective tracking down a jigsaw copycat and you know what's gonna fucking happen it's just gonna lead to another series like the copycat is just gonna be one of his apprentices like it's gonna well yeah yeah and i don't that's not exciting to me like i already know like we've already established this like this isn't new we've established he has apprentices that are now doing what he did i don't care saw three was the last one i cared about and that's I'm it. excited. I care. I want to see what Chris Rock does with it. 
the fact that he's producing it and stars in it means he's invested. Like he thinks it's going to be something good. I, look, maybe Sa- he's Sam- right. Samuel L's in it, and I think in a limited role. So for Samuel L to come in for a limited screen time performance means he must be invested. Like it, there's a lot of stuff going on that it seems like. I trust that Chris Rock and Samuel L can make a good movie. But I also understand that they're not making it for me. Well, like like you mentioned, with I feel like they saw the success maybe of the franchise, but then in particular of season one of True Detective, and they're trying to create a hybrid of those two things. I think they which know, could be awesome. Yeah, I think they know what they're going at. I, I trust them too to know that what they're going after. And, you know, it might not be for me, like the horror guy. And that's fine. Uh, I hope it's successful. I, I really, I want to see, especially like with the COVID, like shutting everything down. So all these movies have been sitting around now, like uh, Justice League and Spiral and uh, this new Godzilla Sp- Kong. Yeah, did you hear about that? What? Did ten million dollars opening day in the in the box office? Yeah, it's, that's pretty good for COVID times. Yeah, and they're they're just sitting on these movies, and it's I I can only imagine how hard it is for not for like big Hollywood like who oh, we're just gonna make these movies and pump them out, but like for people who are trying to like build stories and build franchises and, and, and make it creative. And it's like, dude, what the fuck do we do with these movies? Cause the shit that's coming out on like HBO, like mortal Kombat, guys, like these are giant Hollywood movies and I'm fine with that. No, no, no problems, but you, you know, you're also sitting on all these indie movies or low budget or whatever you want to call it. Who, in a time four years ago, just put out a fucking trailer and it got you excited and you had to buy it on Blu-ray. Like Psycho Goreman is a great example. Psycho Goreman, I was super hyped for and it came out and it delivered, no doubt about it. But, you know, what did we have to do to get it? We had to like find it on Redbox or whatever. And it's, you know, if it was just a... I mean, I wouldn't have seen that in theaters, probably. No, no, I'm not talking about theaters. But if it was just like a Blu-ray release, it would have been a much bigger. They would have done like a lot more, if that makes sense. Like they would have done the whole like social media, and then Shutter or whoever would have thrown their money. It is, I think, Shutter does own it, right? They're like they produced, yeah. yeah. So there was there would have been like this all this like all in shit. And then you kind of just got like, yeah, Psycho, Psycho Gorman's coming out. Um, rented on Redbox or Prime or whatever you have. You know, watch it. Then the Blu-ray came out. That yeah, was I mean, it. They still made pretty good money. I'm not saying they, they probably made like for that particular movie and that type of uh, audience. They probably made more than they normally would have if it wasn't for COVID times. No, I think they would have made more. They weren't. You think so? Yeah, because there would have been 
loops. They would have been going around Canada and America and showing it at different small theaters and, you know, yeah. getting you hyped for it. I mean, trauma movies, when trauma puts out a movie, it's like three to four years before it even gets on a disc. They just go. They would go around the country, show it in every small theater they could. I know, but that's that's old school at this point. Is it? I don't know. I feel like that builds the anticipation, like, and it gets you excited. So when you finally get that physical copy, you're like, "Yes, I got it." Yeah. Like with Father's Day for me, just to go back to them guys, Kostansky and Astron Six, and them guys. It took me years to get it on disc to get a Blu-ray of Father's Day. I was watching it on, like, every streaming service I get. I think it was on Netflix first, then it was on, like, Tubi, whatever. And when I finally got it on disc, I was so hyped about it. And I got, you know, got excited. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's a, it's a, it's a game. It's, it's like a, a, a treasure hunt for these movies as opposed to it's just like, oh, well, you know, this is what we can do with it. And here you can find it on Redbox and do that shit. I don't know. No, yeah, I know you're saying. Just a honorable mention for me. I think Dumb and Dumber Two needs to sit on there too, uh, just because they goofed on the second movie, but it still had some funny scenes. It has moments, yeah, yeah. It had its moments, and I think it deserves an honorable mention. Definitely not a top ten movie for that. Yeah, I mean, but I have in my honorables uh, Jim Carrey's little cameo in Anchorman Two yeah. during the ah, yeah. the fight. You know, Canadian Channel News Team. <laughs> Do you have any honorable guys, mentions over there? You guys see Yes Man? Yes yeah, Man. I like yeah, yes, Man. yes Man's fun. It, it, I mean, it, it has laughs. You know, it's not like yeah. great, but it's worth a watch. It's not. Bad. I like uh, my favorite part of Yes Man is, though, is uh, Reese Darby. <laughs> Coming over for a Harry, yeah. Potter, Harry Potter party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun when Dick and Jane's not bad. Yeah. Once Bitten. Yeah. Once Bitten. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I forgot about that one. I like that we just like went right back into this. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, Once Bitten was uh, I think the first movie he was in, right? Yeah, he's I think a, so. He's a delivery boy and gets bitten by a vampire. It's no uh, My Best Friend is a Vampire. It's not bad either. Let's see no Vampire's Kiss. Oh, get out of here, Nick Cage. <laughs> you Nick Cage fuckers. <laughs> vampire's Kiss. Oh, God. Yeah, that I mean. Draft, I, that list is going to be awesome. Yeah, that, that's we're gonna duke it out. That's oh God, Nick Cage. Are we going top fifteen for that one? I don't know. I, I think it has to be two episodes. I think it's gonna feel like a half a year of episodes. Uh, it's gonna be gold, like how, gold, Jerry. How do I talk about Face Off for less than two to three, three hours? hours. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, so, stand-in producer, we need the recap, right? Yes. Yeah, I got it right here. All right, go for it. All right. At number 10, we got A Christmas Carol. Number 9, Bruce Almighty. Number 8, Batman Forever. Number 7, Man on the Moon. Number 6, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Number 5, The Mask. Number 4, Liar, liar. Number three, me, myself, and Irene. Number two, Ace Ventura. And number one, Dumb and Dumber. 
All right. Yay for the stand that's a, producer tonight. That's a goddamn good list. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Christmas Carol has no place being on. Yeah. I'd and I, I really screwed up not money in the bank in that. But it just it just felt too early. Like, it has no place being on here. Damn it, producer. Whoops. Whoops. Son of a bitch. Oh, hey, you had the power and you didn't use it. I know. I can't believe I didn't use my money. Because you tonight. didn't think we were going to be all on the same page for the rest of the yeah, list. So I didn't. I didn't. Shame on you, Vincent. I mean, Cable Guy could have ended up there when, yep. when nature calls. Like, fucking Christmas Carol. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. it is what it is. All right. The list is now set in stone. Yep. Let the thunder and lightning it's all the come down upon fault. us. <laughs> all right. God. You guys going to wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. All right. All right. Well, um, let's do some social media plugs. Yeah, I guess we should. Uh, nobody listens anyway. So uh, I am at NL Cypher, Instagram. You can get on my Facebook, but I don't fucking look at it. Uh, I mean, oh, it. yeah. Facebook's like your real name. <laughs> that, that's how. No, but I'm on Instagram, too. Well, I was going to say, that's how long it's been still on Facebook. I was, like, I was trying to think of my Facebook name. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what's my Facebook? Yeah, it's just your real name there. Yeah, it's just your real name. Uh, look at my MySpace uh, at Mr. <laughs> Motherfucker13. <laughs> You got any music on there? Uh, my Pornhub address is uh, Big Dick Daddy. Is, is the OnlyFans <laughs> up yet? Yeah, I was going to say. The so OnlyFans is not up yet. So, I gotta, so, coming soon, uh, OnlyFans. Um, what is else that do also going to be Big Dick Daddy? Uh, probably Big Dick Daddy. Brazzers.com backslash Big Dick Daddy. Jesus. Vinny's shaking his head so long. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, for reals. Uh, Instagram, NL Cypher, N-L-C-Y-P-H-E-R. We got Vinny. I'm at uh, at Cinema of Hops. And then the show is at Killer Pod from Outer Space. Check that out. Dr. Love. Uh, I am at Mad Chef 88. Brother Pete. Uh, Swilling Scoundrel on the Instagram. He's probably the best follow. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Mine's just a bunch of drunken shenanigans. You know, I saw... A post that, like, in order to be in any way relevant on Instagram's algorithm, you have to post and comment every single day. Yes. Ugh. It's a lot of... There every are people single that day. are all about this, and they drive me nuts. But, like, I mean, like, that's just to be... That, that, that's just to get your foot in the door of being relevant, yep. let alone going above and beyond and, like, trying to be an influencer or anything like that. Just to be relevant, you have to post... And comment on someone else's post every single day. And I don't have, I don't know, I don't have anything going on enough to do that. What am I going to comment? Like, sweet post. Nice tits. Yeah. <laughs> sweet tits. <laughs> Fuck. I yeah. guess I could, like, go to my ex-girlfriend's job and just be like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, nasty. Stop it. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a All right. Piece, I'm a pain off. in the ass. 911, let's sign off. All right. What are we at? What are we at here? Two and a half hours? Good job, everybody. Yeah, two hours, 15 minutes. So, Peter, thank you for being the guest producer. Anytime. I'm thinking you might need to be third co host now that the Zoom thing worked. Yeah. It was like you really can, well. Because you can come to us when you can. Like, I know it's getting into summer, so it's going to be hard for you. But. This should uh, this might have to be a thing. I would agree. I think it worked out really well. I think we figured the technology piece out. So he's also got to have good Wi-Fi too. He's claiming that's the thing. So we'll have to test well, it out. Well, I don't think. I, mean, I think it'll Pete, be. You right. don't have bad Wi-Fi at the house, right? At my house, 
it's it's sketchy depending what room i'm in just sit but next you know to if machine. i have to stick some if i have to stick some aluminum foil up my ass <laughs> perfect actually that's right. what i'm gonna do as soon as i get home but i agree i think this is gonna open up for you guys to have the ability to have more folks with you so it's good youtube coming soon producers uh, on it that is correct we are probably about seven we're gonna be we're going to be fashionable. We got, yeah, we're we be got on fashion. YouTube, OnlyFans, Pornhub, all that good stuff. My podcast has the YouTube. Now it's your turn. You guys got to at least create your YouTube for now. You Wait, can, your podcast is on YouTube? We have a YouTube channel, yes. But what, do you, what are you putting up there? We have some videos, and then soon we're going to have live shows on there. Videos of what? We I don't want to know. Yeah, just check it out. Josh and AC podcast on uh, YouTube. going to leave nasty comments. Of all right, you would. All Jeff, right, anyway. do the sign off. I want to say such mean, mean, mean things right now. To me? No, not to you. No. To this, the world. All right. Well, just do this. Anywho. <laughs> so, I'm Jeff. Dr. Love, thanks for drafting. My pleasure. He's Vinny. Until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. We're out. We are out. Used to work directly for Mr. Allen, didn't you? Yeah. Tell me, what do you think of him? <gasps> He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung, figuratively speaking. Really? How delightful. This way. <laughs> Pardon me for interrupting your meeting. Uh, Mr. Allen, you remember Fletcherie? Oh, yes, yes. Nice to see you again, Fletcher. And by the way, I'll be observing you in court this afternoon. I've been hearing some good things about you. <laughs> well, Fletcher has just been telling me how much he thinks of you. Well, why don't you tell Mr. Allen? Well, what do you think of him? He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. <sighs> Figuratively speaking. stay home because he hates his wife. <laughs> You've met her at the Christmas parties. She's the one that gets plastered and calls him a retard. <laughs> and you, Tom, you're the biggest brown nose I've ever seen. You've got your head so far up Mr. Allen's ass, I can't tell where you end and he begins. <laughs> you have bad breath caused by gingivitis. You couldn't get a porn star off. Your hairpiece looks like something that was killed crossing the highway. I don't know whether to comb it or scrape it off with a shovel and bury it in the line. <laughs> Loser! <laughs> Idiot! Wimp! Degenerate! <laughs> <laughs>